The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. First and 10 at the 25 in Dragon Territory. Then two wideouts to his left, two to his right. As I say it, a bit of a crossing pattern on the right side. He was going right to the post and nobody was anywhere near him. That's a touchdown and this is a tie ball game now. Touchdown for the Hillsdale Chargers. Are you ready? Hillsdale Charger football on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. Welcome Charger Nation to Hillsdale College football for today's contest between the Hillsdale College Chargers and the Northwood Timberwolves. Hillsdale comes into today 0-4, looking to avoid a fifth loss, whereas the Northwood Timberwolves come in 1-3. I'm joined today by Caleb Fournette. I'm Christopher Dick, and we welcome you into this beautifully sunny day here at Muddy Water Stadium. Now, Northwood coming in, our opponents, off of a dominating win against Lake Erie, a 68-14 win. Now, Hillsdale had a furious comeback that fell short to Finley on the homecoming game. Now for Northwood, this is the highest scoring performance in Northwood since a 70-point game in 2005. We'll see if that continues from them this week and throughout this season. Both these teams have great offensive players that we expect our hometown Chargers to seek their first win to rely on today. Caleb, tell me about some of those players. Well, Chris, we all know that Hillsdale is led by Michael Herzog. The fifth-year senior who has 378 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns on the season is the real driving force of this offense. Hillsdale loves to run the ball all over the field with him, giving him 88 carries on the season through just four games. Northwood quarterback, on the other hand, Jacob Barlidge, won GMAC Offensive Player of the Week last week after his stellar performance against Lake Erie, in which he went 13 for 19 while passing for 288 yards and three touchdowns. He was pulled early in the game after gaining a lead, and backup quarterback Jake Kelbert was put in his place. We'll see if he can continue that performance against Hillsdale this week. You know, Caleb, a big story this offseason was about departures from the program. Can you tell me something about that and how that's going to affect today's game? Well, we know Hillsdale's passing game is missing star receiver Isaac Tesla, who had over 1,300 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns last season. He's off to a good start with the Division I Arkansas Razorbacks, but I think Hillsdale fans should be excited about the young core of receivers they have on the team, led by sophomore wide receiver Sam Lee. Expect him to be a big part of the Chargers passing game today. Freshman wide receiver Shea Ruddy is also on the rise after an impressive 114-yard and one-touchdown performance last week against Finley. And of course, the Chargers are led by solid veteran quarterback Garrett Ison. I think he will be key to a Hillsdale victory today. Yeah, it's been a very solid passing game that just got a lot of young guys that need to grow up in there, but the offense has a lot of potential. But to talk more about the state of the program, we're going to bring you down to Hannah Connolly on the sidelines to talk to Athletic Director John Tharp. Hannah. I'm here at Muddy Waters Stadium. It's a beautiful sunny afternoon. The football team is getting ready to come out being cheered on by their parents and family. I'm here with Coach Tharp, Athletic Director of the Hillsdale Program. Hey, Coach Tharp, I'm excited to be here with you on this beautiful game day afternoon, and I would love to hear, what are your hopes for the Charger offense this afternoon? Well, thank you for being here. It's, you're right, it's a great day, isn't it? It's just awesome. Uh, well, I, I think we got to take care of the take care of the football um, and sustain some drives, uh, and I think that's one of the issues that we've had a little bit. I think we've turned it over a little too much, and it's really put our defense in quite a quite a dilemma 
but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, open it up a little bit maybe uh, and uh, do some things, but we just got to put some points on the board here early in particular, take the pressure off the defense, and I think they need that just uh, from a confidence perspective. Yeah, I would totally agree. It's good to have offensive dominance when you're out on the field. So the Chargers have had a tough season so far at home and on the road. What kind of mentality do you think the team has to come into this game in order to leave with a win? Well, I think, you know, their, their schedule, these first four games have been really tough. And I, I, I think it's it's a, a situation right now where they gotta they got to leave everything on the field today. Uh, and I think they have to play the hard, uh, and I think they have to execute. And, and Coach Otter and I have been talking about that all week, last couple of weeks, right, that they're just not executing at the level that they're they're accustomed to. And so, um, you know, we got to tackle, right? We got to tackle. We got to block. And uh, we got to be really good from the fundamentals. And if we do that, I think we're, we're going to get today. All right, Coach. Well, the football team is getting ready to run out. Thank you for seeing me. And back to you, Caleb and Chris. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to about this program in the future. Um, in fact, you know, John Tharp, first year as athletic director, former Hillsdale or, uh, basketball head coach. But the history of this series between Hillsdale and Northwood, there's a lot of good things for us. Now, Hillsdale, this, days, this series dates back to 1963, and the Chargers lead overall 34-16. to In fact, in the last nine games, Hillsdale has won nine straight, including a huge win last year. Yeah, Chris. In their meeting last year, the Chargers defeated the Timberwolves 41-7 to in a game filled with block punts, interceptions, and other general chaos. The Blue and White hope to repeat that result this morning as they run out onto the field right now. And we know if they're going to do it, they're going to have to rely again on Michael Herzog. Last season, he had a career game with 159 rushing yards and three touchdowns. Hopefully, he can do that again today for the Chargers. Yeah. You know, both teams have incredibly explosive pieces on offense. But let's not forget the defense. Hillsdale ranks ninth in the GMAC in total defense, allowing 416 yards a game. The Northwood ranks one spot above at eight, allowing 386. But Hillsdale's a great rushing defense, and their defensive backs be really working hard to lock down the Timberwolves. In fact, Jacob Barlidge uh, was the GMAC player of the week last week. But Matt Soderhall appears to be up for the challenge, recording an interception against Finley. I agree. Defense will be key for both sides. And we'll go to about a 60-second break while we wait for the national anthem. All through high school are being proven even by those who've made it to the so-called next level. More college coaches want multi-sport athletes, and nearly 90% of the players taken in the recent pro football draft played multiple sports through high school. To learn more about multi-sport participation, visit the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Hello? That's awesome. Where can I listen to the show? Catch the show on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Well, what if I miss it on the air? Listen to any episode you missed on Google Podcasts. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Listro on I've Got Ox. Everyone loves music, but want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Listro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix 
as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Find us on Facebook at WRFH slash Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM to view photos of... And we welcome you back. We welcome you back. And you know, another key defense, the difference other than the defense, is new versus old. New wearing the headset, Hillsdale is headed up by their veteran head coach, Keith Otterby. In his 22nd year, the Chargers coaching staff has become a family affair, with sons Steve and Brad taking the defensive and quarterback coach roles respectively. As Coach Otterby told Hillsdale Collegiate in 2022, that's what we do. We do Charger football and have for a long time. But on the other side, the uh, Timberwolves head coach, Dustin Buer. In his first year, Buer left Albion after leading them to a 29-5 and overall record before Northwood offered him the chance to go from Division Three to Division Two football, saying in his introduction, this opportunity had to be a special place for me to leave my alma mater in a place I've called home for 20 years of my adult life. It was clear to me, after meeting and speaking with the alumni and current players, they're all hungry to win. But after their 68-14 win against Lake Erie, they looked pretty hungry. Chargers hope today they're satiated. Caleb, before we get started, what do you think are the keys to a Charger victory today? Well, we've talked about the offensive playmakers on this team, what they need to do on defense and their coaches. All these factors will play into the Chargers' success or failure today, but there are a few things they need to focus on. First, something we haven't mentioned yet is discipline on penalties. The Chargers rank first in the GMAC with 17 penalties. Coach Otterbein coaches a disciplined team that plays by the book, and that's shown so far this season. They need to continue that today if they want to win against a newly explosive Timberwolves team. They can't afford mistakes. Second, I think they need to scheme in some of their receiving assets. It's a necessity that they get the ball to passing down players like Sam Lee, Shea Ruddy, and Logan Van Inkervoort. Michael Herzog will lead your offense on the ground, but the passing attack will be key to a win today. Finally, the defense has to get turnovers and put their offense in a position to score. They only have one interception on the season, so let's hope for some more turnovers today for the Chargers. Exactly. All right, well, the teams have met at the center, and it looks like Hillsdale is set to kick off. Caleb, what do you make of this this kicking offense for the Chargers so far? So far, the Chargers are kicking well to start, and uh, their return team and their coverage team on the kickoffs has been playing well, so we'll see if they can start strong here. Yeah. Looks to be that, uh, you know, Northwood has a great player at Casual Goldsmith, number two. I wonder if he's going to be the one receiving. It'll be Brian Kinley back to receive number eight. Looking at two receivers in the back. Hillsdale looking to kick off using a team. And we're about ready. You can feel the electricity in the stadium. It's tingling. It's palpable. Number 90 lined up for the kick. Julian Lee. Everyone's ready. Give the signal. And we're off. A screamer to the 35-yard line, 25-yard line. Call for a fair catch. And that's where the Northwood Timberwolves will start their day. Caleb, one of their quarterbacks for uh, the Timberwolves, Barlidge, was one of the GMAC Offensive Players of the Week. So tell me something about his performance. Well, Barlidge plays well. Uh, He throws with accuracy, um, and he spreads the ball around his receivers. Most of these receivers are transfers from Albion College. uh, They came over with Coach Pure, and they played so well for uh, well so far this season. We'll see how they do now as they start. Motion is the snap. 
brings over number 16, and he throws it to him. That is number 18, Brendan Teal, one of those Albion transfers. It seems to be that Northwood's utilizing a lot of pre-snap motion, spreading it out wide with casual Goldsmith to his right. Calls for the snap. Hillsdale jumps. Probably going to be an offsides call, but it's a 10-yard gain for Northwood anyways. Out back to Brendan Teal. Penalty marker on the play. And they're on the 35-yard line. We'll see if they accept the penalty. I don't think they will. You know, Caleb, looking over the stats before this game, Hillsdale ranked pretty high in penalties. What do you make of this for a penalty and how they've done so far in the rest of the season? Like I just said, a uh, key to their game is discipline. They're top of the GMAC in penalty efficiency. They don't commit a lot of them, only 17 on the season. So this is uh, irregular for Hillsdale to be doing this this early in the game. Yeah. Well, that penalty has now moved up Northwood to the 41-yard line for a first and 10. 14 19 to go in the half the first and back out to casual goldsmith it's a screen pass and he makes his way up to the 46 yard line for a decent gain bart bixler on the tackle six yard gain second down and four Casual Goldsmith slips behind the offensive line for about a one-yard loss. That's a player that uh, the Timberwolves rely on. That's an irregular slip for him. We'll see if he can pick it up and do better on the next play. He missed all of last year. Third down and five. The Charger faithful are getting loud. They're ready to make a stop here. They're down and eight. Long third down. I think it's a passing play. Barlish takes the snap passing play. Pocket collapsing. Running out to his right before he's tackled by number 41, Jacob Vance. That was maybe a one-yard gain. A solid performance from the Hillsdale defense to start off this game. We'll see if they can continue it throughout forcing, the rest of it. Yeah, forcing a punt on the 43-yard line. Now back to punt. Matt Paul. It's actually, I think, Jake Carson Peters. Carson Peters, their backup punter. Back to receive. And a beautiful punt. Warbling in the air calls for a fair catch. And it looks like Hillsdale will take over possession at the 22-23 yard line. So far, a pretty solid start for the Hillsdale offense or defense. What do you think, Caleb? Yeah, the defense performed well. We'll see if the offense can continue it uh, with their offensive performance. We'll see. Of course, they're going to rely on Michael Herzog, but we'll see what they do uh, with the passing game as well. Is that a new quarterback? It looks like a new quarterback. Jake Berger, number Jake six, Berger. is in place of Garrett Eisen at starting quarterback. And he makes a completion for about a 15-yard gain. That was to number 26, Logan Van Inkervoort, one of those players I mentioned earlier that they need to get involved in the passing game for Hillsdale. And a quick pass, a quick completion, and they're moving the ball. First down Chargers on the 42, on the 38-yard line. 
Man, it's really shocking to see Jake Berger out here instead of Garrett yeah. Ison. We'll see if it pays off for the Chargers. Yeah, hopefully, you know, three games into the season, four games in the season, make a change. Pre-snap motion, number 87, setting in the H-back. All right, Michael Herzog darting forward for about a three-yard gain, continuing that forward momentum. That kind of power run up the middle is a staple of the Charger offense behind their solid offensive line that's full of veterans. And they're going to be relying on that a lot today as they push through the Timberwolves defensive line. Yeah. A lot of affolters on that offensive line. Of course. Berger back in the snap, taking shotgun. Michael Herzog all to his right. Running an option play. Ooh. And making a first down run. Out to the 49. Close. Looks like they marked him one yard short. It's going to be third and one. Third and one. This is one of those plays that you're really happy to have a guy like Michael Herzog. You can just eat up those yards. They're coming into under center. Snap back, pass, handed off to Michael Herzog, and he stumbles and bumbles his way up to the 50-yard line. Yeah, it looks like Jake Berger is going to bring a bit of a diversity to the run game here. They won't have to rely only on Herzog, but they're also going to be able to run Berger like they did on the second down play, and that really diversifies the run game, and it makes it difficult for the Timberwolves defense to know what to expect. Yeah, not just a one threat, but a dual threat. It'll be interesting to see if Northwood drops in a spy to make sure that they can contain that run game from Berger. Berger back in the shotgun. Herzog to his left. Herzog out to a slant. Now back to 18. Ooh. 19. Dirty hit. Yeah, that was Sam Lee, one of those freshmen. Seven-yard gain. Second and third. Sam Lee has been the sophomore leader for this wide receiver core after the departure of Isaac Tesla, as we mentioned. And he is solid. He's a, got a big body and a long frame. Um, and he's ready to go up there and make those catches, whether it's along the sideline or up the middle like that last one. Berger back in the shotgun. Number 87, again, with that pre-stamp motion. Hands it off to Michael Herzog. Stumbling and makes it about two yards. Michael Herzog on the Setting up a third and one. Brandon Ross with the tackle for the Northwood Timberwolves. Berger back under shotgun or under center. Giving a QB sneak. Like I said, Jake Berger brings another aspect to this offense where he can run up the middle. Um, and we're really seeing the offensive coordinator for the Chargers um, spice up the play calling this week. And they give him the first down. So the Chargers continuing to continue their momentum. It'll be interesting to see, you know, the diversity in play call here and what they do with Berger. Back under shotgun. Oh, oh, and a rough snap. And Berger has to fall in it back at the 50-yard line. That is a heavy loss, about a 10-yard loss. That was the center, Nick Affelter, a veteran on this team. It's not a mistake he makes often, and I'm sure he'll fix it up for the next snap. No, as one of, as one of Nick Affelter's RAs, I know he's not, not prone to mistakes. So It's just him and Jake Berger getting that connection back as Jake yeah. Berger makes his first start on the season. 
Ryan back on her shotgun. Erjog to his right. 26 coming in. Two trips wide. A lot of pocket time. Oh, and Berger decides to run. Makes a man miss. And on the races. Can he go all the way? No, he is down at the 20. About a 30-yard gain for Berger. They are on the move. Get your keys because we're going for a drive. And he really put the speed on for that one. Like I said, that's something that they haven't had in the past uh, several games to start the season with uh, Garrett Eisen at quarterback, a great passer. But it's nice to see that speed for Jake. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see how Northwood prepares or answers after preparing for Eisen all the way. Gives him a different look. Berger back in the shotgun, 87, pre-snap motion, runs back, sets, goes for the pass. Ooh, almost picked off. Cole Simpson, an interception on the line, but no interception, drops the ball. It'll be second and 10 on the 20-yard line, on the Northwood 20-yard line. Seven minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Berger, back in shotgun. And a heavy set. 87, motions to the right. Hand off to Michael Herzog, running to the right. Making his way down to the 10-yard line. Almost enough for a first down. Oh, it looks like they're going to give it to him, Chris. Give it to him. This is the first big run of the, seat of the game for Michael Herzog, and I'm yeah. expecting much more as we go throughout the day. Yeah, they're, set, they're playing the run to set up the pass. Berger back under center. Yeah. Herzog behind him. Ooh, a lot of pre-snap motion. Herzog making his way. Stopped for about a zero-yard gain. Battle loss, battle loss of one yard. Second and ten on the ten-yard line. It'll be interesting to see as they're in the red zone, Chris, if the Chargers bring in the passing game here again. They've been successful so far on this drive, but have only tried it once or twice. No. They got a lot of tall wide receivers that, you know, run end zone fades. Berger, back in the shotgun, pre-snap motion. Hands it off on a jet sweep to number 26, Logan Manning for, for a touchdown. And the Chargers strike first. Quite an electric drive for the Chargers, would you say? Yeah, Chris, that's a big start for them to get points on the barrel early with still six minutes left to go in the first. We'll see if number 90, Julian Lee, can kick it through the uprights. He's been solid on extra points this season. Northwood crowding the line. Lee about to attempt the kick. Put the Chargers up 7-0. Logan Manning Fort, who scored the touchdown, holding the ball. And that's straight through the uprights. Pretty efficient drive, would you say? That was a great drive for the Chargers. They balanced the pass, they balanced the run, and they brought in the quarterback run to take some of that burden off Michael Erzog. That's going to be key for them going throughout the day. We'll see if their defense can do what they did on the last drive and get a quick stop. Yeah, you know, from taking home the GMAC Player of the Week, Jacob Barlich looked to be a little bit contained, so the Chargers hope to 
repeat that same success. Yeah, I'm interested to see if the Timberwolves come out and emphasize the run game more because, you know, the Chargers D-line was giving them a lot of trouble and there wasn't much time for passing, so we'll see if they can attack the Chargers with the run game, but the Chargers D-line did play well last drive. Yeah, you know, casual Goldsmith, who missed all of last year with an injury, is back. And the Timberwolves are looking excited to see what he can do with this new-look offense underneath first-year head coach Justin Buehrer. And Lee is looking ready to kick off once again using a tee. Backing up. Brian Kinley once again ready to receive the ball from the Chargers. Let's see if we can get an improved kick here from Lee after the shorter one to start the game. Mm-hmm. Setting their expectations low so they won't be ready to receive. And he kicks off. And it's a tight spiral back to the 25-yard line. And they go to receive, take him down at the 29-yard line. That was a good stop for the Chargers. Once again, the kick didn't go as far as no. we were used to expecting from Lee, but I think he'll improve throughout the game. Yeah, Brendan Lee got it off the bounce. Brennan Teal got it off the bounce and took it to the 29-yard line. And we see the second look from the Northwood Timberwolves. Hey, what do you think the Timberwolves have to do to improve on last on the last drive? Well, like I said, they need to emphasize the running game. Casual Goldsmith is maybe the best player on their offense, and they, they incorporate those transfer wide receivers. Oh, and looking for a quick snap back to Teal. And Teal pushed out of bounds at the 41-yard line for about an eight-yard gain. It looks like he's been one of their favorite targets in the passing game so far. That's another transfer from Albion. Couch Bureau knows how to use him, and he's using him well so far. Yeah, looking like that transition from the D3 to D2 isn't too much for him to ask. And casual Goldsmith right up the gut for about a two-yard gain, getting them the first down. They're at the 47-yard line now. Five minutes, 36 seconds left in the first quarter. Clock remains to continue, remains to tick after a first down. Barlidge back in the shotgun. Hands it off to casual Goldsmith. And he gets forward for about a six-yard gain, taking them into Charger territory on the Charger 48. Second down, five yards to go. Hunter Sperling with the tackle. Harlidge back in the shotgun. Clap snap. Hands it off to Kalajma Goldsmith for a minor game. The, the protection for the Timberwolves really broke up there. Um, Casual Goldsmith came out expecting that protection, and it was all gone. The Chargers D-line did a great job there separating it. Yeah, I'm expecting a lot of good things from Riley Tolsma. This third down, seeing if they can stop him. Once again, Riley Tolsma coming in on the snap. And, and it was a coverage sack. That was fast. Like you said, Riley Tolsman, number 40, was all over that defense. He is the anchor of this defense, and he's coming out making a big play early. Riley Tolsman looked like a bunch of you know Hillsdale college students when you tell them it's Chick-fil-A day. Yes, he was all over the quarterback going after him, and we'll prepare for the punt here. Yeah, Northwood here looking for the punt. Michael Herzog looking to receive the punt. Two great defensive drives for Hillsdale. I agree. It's been a good start. And he punts it away clean. It's a high arcing punt. 
Herzog signals for the fair catch. Going to be at the 24-yard line. A lot of good things that we saw from Hillsdale last drive. Yeah, you know, it wasn't really difficult for them to drive down the field, and that's something that we haven't seen a ton of this season from the Chargers' offense. They're typically having to work really hard to get down the field, but they were running with ease both with the quarterback and the running back position. They had one or two passes that were pretty successful. I would expect them after the running success to expand the use of the passing game. Yeah, Sam Lee spread out wide. Herzog behind. Berger under center. And they hand it off to Herzog. Ooh, and he breaking it out to his right for about a one-yard gain. One-yard gain. 87 coming off. Ty Williams bringing in Logan Van Aper. He scored the touchdown in the last drive. Sam Lee out left. Logan Van Aper also out left. It's an empty set for Chargers. Three wide receivers. Throwing it out to Van Inkbert, who jukes and makes a way to about the 32-yard line. That was a good move by Van Inkbert. That's what happens whenever you use your halfbacks in the receiving game. It really diversifies the type of player, and he's a difficult guy to tackle for the Timberwolves. Definitely, definitely. Van Inkbert really showed the diversity of an H-back, where they could be like a tight end, but more set back. So can kind of block and receive. Yeah, it's a creative offensive scheme so far from the Chargers. Definitely. Back in the shotgun, 87, pre-stamp motion. Berger indicating, number 22, crossing. And snap. Handed off to Herzog. And what looked like could have been a disaster in the backfield turns out to be a positive gain. It's going to be about third and one, third and two. Third and two on the 33-yard line. Fourth down. Mark Short, the line Mark Short. They didn't give him the first down. It'll be interesting to see what the Chargers do with this. Yeah, that's a close one, Chris. I I thought he had the first down there, but it looks like the refs are marking him just a few inches short. So we'll see what they do on fourth and inches. Fourth and inches. Looks like they're leaving the offense out there. Chargers looking to maintain that momentum. I would expect Michael Herzog to run up the middle, maybe Jake Berger as well. I don't expect him to go to the passing game, but we'll see. They have a lot of options here on their offense. All righty. Berger lined up under center for probably one of the most pivotal plays in this quarter. And he hands it back to Herzog, who stumbles and gets tackled behind the line. Northwood will take over. Wow, that is a big defensive turnover for the Timberwolves. They're going to get the ball starting about the 33-yard line. With not that far to go to score, this could be a big turn in the game for the Timberwolves. It'll be it'll be a huge thing to answer for the Hillsdale defense to see if they can lock down the Timberwolves in inopportune field position. This is where I think they need to bring in what I talked about as a key to this game is turnovers. The Chargers only have one interception on the season, but if they can get a turnover here, this is the moment for them to break that out. Definitely look for Matt Soderholm. He's got that crucial interception that kind of started the Charger uh, comeback last week. Chargers in there, what looks to be 4-3. Defense. The refs appear to be stopping the play. Okay. They got him set. I think there was a substitution that they needed to make. And Barlidge takes the snap, hands it off to casual Goldsmith, who gets about 
four yards on the carry. Oh, there's a flag on the play. Possible false start. No idea what that call was. Not sure what the penalty was there, but it was on the Timberwolves offense. We'll see how they respond. Looks to still be about second down and four yards. Crowd getting loud. Barlich takes a snap. Hands it back to Casual Goldsmith. Ooh, and he gets pushed back. At D-line, being strong, as you said. Yeah, this is a pivotal third down for the Chargers. I would look for number 40, Riley Tolsma, to try to make another sack here and maybe put them a little bit further back in their kicking range for the Timberwolves kicker if they could stop him. If they could hold him to a field goal after that turnover, that would be a big success for the Chargers defense. Alrighty, crowd on their feet, ringing the bells. Barlish takes the snap, hands it off to Casual Goldsmith again, who is able to bust it down to the 20. 19-yard line for a first down. Casual Goldsmith really carrying the Northwood Timberwolves on this drive. Yeah, other than a couple of passes uh, to some of their transfer wide receivers like Brian Kelly and Andy Duran, there hasn't been much passing game from the Timberwolves so far, but Casual Goldsmith is playing well, so there's no reason to change. No. Dance with a girl that brung you. And once again, they pass it out to Casual Goldsmith, who scores for the Timberwolves on about... A 19-yard run. That was an interesting toss. What'd you say? Yeah, toss out to the right. Uh, casual Goldsmith for a touchdown. The Chargers just weren't expecting that. They didn't have coverage on that side of the field. No. Um, but their defense was put in an inopportune position by the offense there. Yeah. Well, now we're Timberwolves looking to tie the game at seven. With their kicker. Max Ganos. And the kick is good, and the Timberwolves tie up the score at seven. Yo, Caleb, what do you make of that drive? That was an impressive drive by the Timberwolves. They took advantage of that turnover. They mostly relied on Casual Goldsmith throughout that drive. I don't think making a pass to any other receiver other than him. No, no. Casual Goldsmith was kind of the, the main star of that drive. That's typically how the Chargers use Michael Herzog, and they've used him a lot so far. But the Chargers' uh, defensive coordinator is going to have to scheme on how to protect against um, Goldsmith going throughout the rest of the game because it really seems like the Timberwolves are going to rely on him. That's the difficult thing with Casual Goldsmith. He didn't play all last year, so there was really no film on him. Yeah, he wasn't part of the Chargers' dominating victory last year against the Timberwolves, so they aren't used to being able to stop him. The Timberwolves looking to kick off the 35-yard line. Looking with two receivers in the back with Herzog and Logan Van Inkbert. And we are almost ready, and they kick it off. A beautiful spiral. Herzog takes it from the 10-yard line, busting it up to the 20-yard, 25, 26. To start the Chargers off, 26-yard line. I think that was the first uh, kick that we've returned for the Chargers so yeah. far today. Herzog did a good job bringing it past the 25-yard line for 
decent field position for the Chargers to start with. We'll see what Jake Berger can do here. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A disappointing end to the last drive for the Chargers, but the first drive showed promise. So there's hope that they can repeat that same success. Yeah, we'll just hope they don't have another offensive turnover here and putting the Timberwolves back in a good position. Mm-hmm. It was a risky call, but you know you like when your coaches take risks. Yeah. And he hands it off to number 30, Kyler Riffle. Kyle Riffle. I guess they got to give Michael Herzog a break there for a minute. Yeah, he can't do everything. For about a two-yard gain, second and eight. That takes us to the end of the first quarter. You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We'll take a break. Welcome to the Grammar Minute, where we're saving the English language 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and I'm here to tell you about a great punctuation mark you've probably never used or even heard of, the interrobang. The purpose of the interrobang is to, well, make your sentences go out with both an interrogation and a bang. It's a combination glyph of the exclamation mark layered over a question mark, used to express shock, surprise, disbelief, confusion, and so on. It was first proposed in 1962, and as you've probably already guessed, it never really caught on. For one thing, it can't do anything a simple exclamation mark and question mark together can't do. From what I've seen, it's also a little hard to read, as the lines have to be pretty thin, otherwise it just kind of looks like an ink smear. Even if you figure out how to type and use the interrobang, you probably won't want to put this unique punctuation mark into anything formal. At least, not yet. That's your Grammar Minute. back with the Chargers on the on their own 25-yard line. Berger back in the shotgun. It's a tight set, tight formation. Takes the snap. Oh, and flag on the play. Free play, maybe. Pass it out to Lee. He overthrew Lee there, and we saw that last week where there was a deep ball where Lee was open, and the pass just wasn't quite on the money, um, but Lee could make those catches, and he will. He will. will. It'll be interesting to see once he finally starts to get going, you know, what he can do in this offense. We'll see what the flag here is. A sideline warning for the Chargers. I wonder if that was on the, uh, the quarterback signaling plays. I don't know. Jordy LaFontaine signaling the place for the Chargers. Empty set. Berger, the shotgun. Ooh. And either a false start or an offsides. Pre-snap infraction. Offsides on the defense. Giving the Chargers some free yards. Can never be too upset at that. Third, third down and four for the Chargers. Berger back in the snap, back in shotgun, looking ready to get those four yards. Decided to pass. And he goes for the run. And he is dragged down at about the 35-yard line. Chris, like I've been saying, 
The Timberwolves' defense was not prepared to contain the run from Jake Berger. They were preparing for Garrett Ison, who typically stands in the pocket a little longer. So they haven't adjusted yet. It's working for the Chargers. They could, should stick with it. Yeah. So it's a fourth and one call. And they are bringing in a tight goal line formation. Berger with a quarterback sneak. Possibly got it. Timberwolves singling no. We'll see what the referees say. There we go. And they're signaling for a first down. You know, we see a lot of lot of discussion on like the tush push for the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you make of the quarterback's name? Well, whenever you have a running quarterback like Jake Berger, I think it's worth it. Uh, it looks like the refs are going to come out here and check if the first down was achieved by the Chargers. It looks like, I mean, you know, the, the first down markers at the 36-yard line, and the ball is about at the 36-yard line, so it'll be tight. Bringing out the chains to check. One of those hallmarks of football. Relying on good old-fashioned blacksmithery. Ooh. And both sides signaling. They gave Millsdale the first down. First it looked down. like the Timberwolves defense was upset with that call there, but I think that was a fair call for first down. Yeah. Interesting to see them go on fourth down again after not making it the last drive. Yeah, if you didn't make that one, you'd have to start questioning the play calls on fourth down in their own territory like that, but it pays off for the Chargers. It does. The catch continue the drive. Back out into spread formation. Herzog to his left. Hands it off. Herzog running to the right. Breaking it out to the 40-yard line. For about a four-yard game. It's good to see the Chargers running outside like that. Like I mentioned earlier, they often run up the middle with Michael Herzog, but as they diversify the run plays here and they bring they bring Berger up the middle more, it allows them to bring Herzog on the outside. Yeah, it's been a lot of diverse play calls today, which has been you know, incredibly great to see. Berger just continuing to rev up the engine, get them on that drive. Back in the shotgun, 87. It's a pre-snap motion. And he makes it to about the 44-yard line. Third and two. 13 minutes left in the second quarter. Chargers, Timberwolves tied 7-7 if you're just joining us. Looks like they took out wide receiver Sam Lee and subbed in tight end Josh Lee. We'll see how that pays off for them. One lead for another lead. Back under center. Berger. Oh, fumbles the snap. Ooh, and he's quickly tackled behind the line. That is the second error on a snap today for the Chargers. Unlike them, but it comes with the territory whenever you're starting a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to get used to the different cadences where they're going to put their hands. So it's it's a whole lot to get used to. Kind of working on that different chemistry. It's almost as if like you were subbed in for another person right before kickoff. Don't know about our chemistry. Chargers looking to punt. First punt of the day for the Chargers. Ethan Lamro, you know, first time we're seeing a punter being used. Last year we used a quarterback as a punter. Ooh, and a beautiful punt, setting him for a fair catch at the 20-yard line. Just a beauty from Ethan Lamro. We'll see what 
the Timberwolves offense can do here on the last drive they did well but they had good field position so they're gonna have to drive most of the field about 80 yards to get a touchdown here we'll see if the Chargers defense can step up again and stop them they looked left to it on the first drive but yeah no definitely Jacob Barlidge having to do a lot more this drive three wide receivers to his left takes the snap quickly throws out to number 11 Andy Durand one of those transfers that's a quick wrap up that's what you like to see from the Chargers defense not much of a gain there we'll see if we can stop him on second down about a two yard gain about second down and eight Sam Zemus with the tackle Northwood looking to get a little bit more success than a one-yard game. Crowd getting loud. Hands it off to Casual Goldsmith. Actually, it's not, pardon me, Sebastian Tolan. Once again, gobbled up for about a two-yard gain. Third and long. This is a big play for the Chargers. They could stop him here. Um, that would be huge and get a, another chance to get ahead in this game. Third and seven. Crowd getting loud. Chargers crowding. Bring, looking like they're bringing a blitz. And they come in. Ooh, heavy pressure immediately. Barlow's running out to his right, throws it away. That was a good play by the Chargers. The defense really stopped, went quick there with a three and out, and we're going to give another chance for the Charger offense to score And I think that all stems back to the beautiful punt there. I mean, sending him back to the 20-yard line. We're going to get great field position from this. Michael Herzog out to return the punt. Carson Peters looking ready to punt the ball. And he gets it away. It's a little bit of a wobbler. Herzog takes the fair catch down at the 41 yard line. And the Chargers send out their offense. You know, from a a very fast start, the first drive, it's been kind of stalled out a little bit. We were still tied 7-7. This is only the Chargers' fourth time with the ball today. Um, And we were expecting them to give it back to Michael Herzog again like they've done throughout the day. But we have to keep emphasizing that they have weapons in the receiving game. They need to use them. Mm -hmm. Back under center, number 22, motioning in. Looking to pass. He's got... Throws it to out of bounds. Connor Pratt, intended receiver. And it's nice to see them using different receivers like Connor Pratt, but mm-hmm. when you throw the ball out of bounds, he's not going to catch it. No, no. It's hard to catch it when it's that far out. Looking to try again, second and ten. Umpire, little conversation. Motioning in Van Inkwart. Hands it off to Michael Herzog, who sort of stumbles, but makes it forward for about a three or four-yard gain. About out to the 45-yard line. Third down and five. What do you think the Chargers are going to do here on a third and five? I like to see them go to Sam Lee on the outside. It's something that he was open, you know, earlier whenever they needed a further gain, but... He was overthrown. I think if Jake Burgeon put the ball on the money, it'd be a great play. I think he's just got to settle down, set his feet, deliver a pass right on the money. Once again, 21 on the pre-snap motion. 
Motioning out 24 on the Northwood. Berger with the pass. Once again. Oh! Overthrown, but there is a flag. Looking like it's going to be pass interference. Refs signaling the call. I think it's going to be pass interference on number five, Stevie Douglas, uh, for the Timberwolves. It'll be great if the Chargers can move forward here. We'll see what the refs call. Oh, and they're picking up the flag. Oh, it looks Wait, like they yeah. called pass interference, pass interference. five. All righty. Chargers continue the drive. You know, that's that's another thought. If they never complete a pass, but every single pass results in pass interference, that's positive yardage. Back in the shotgun. Berger, Herzog to his right. Ben Inkwart coming in, pre-snap motion. Toss it out to Herzog, running to his right. He's got open daylight ahead of him. Fake, fakes the tackle. Makes it up. 10-yard, 13-yard gain for a first down. That speed from Herzog was impressive. That's what he needed to rely on. Once again, bringing it to the outside. They're changing up the play calls. They're not just going up the middle. That's a good thing for the Chargers offense. They're on the Northwood 32-yard line for a first down. Yeah, no, definitely on the speed. Especially once you can break out from those defensive tackles. Make it into the open space. Yeah, you had a lot of open room in front of them there. Definitely. Receivers look ready. Oh, and there was offsides, possibly. That late flag. And Berger taken down in his backfield. We'll see what the call is. Oh, and Berger a little stumbly when he got up. A little slow to go up there, but it was a big hit. Yeah. We'll see what the flag on the play is. Shea Ruddy coming in for Connor Pratt. And then Ty Williams coming in for Fanning Court. Penalty on the flag. They're offsides for the defense. I think that was a that was a good call on uh, Affolter. It looked like one of the signals they jumped early. There we go. First down. First and five. On the 29-yard line. The Northwood 28. Van Inkwerk, pre-stamp motion, resets. Hands it off to Herzog, who darts up the middle for a significant game. For a charger first down. Yeah, just pushing him up the middle there, that was good. Yeah, making his way to about the 19, no, the 22-yard line. Back in the red zone. And one of the most important things to do in the red zone is execute. Ooh, and a toss back to Herzog. Who makes a positive gain. Not as successful as the last one. With about four yards there. About a four-yard gain, yeah. About a three-yard gain out to the 18, 19-yard line. The Timberwolves bringing in a substitution. Must be getting tired. Now three backs in the backfield for Hillsdale. Looking to take the snap. Hands it. Fakes the standoff. Sam Lee fell and could not receive the ball. You know, it's interesting. You know, this field is an artificial turf. 
So I wonder if that kind of plays into the ability of your cleats to kind of sink in and make those quick hitch routes. Yeah, Sam Pratt lost his footing there, but he was open, and I think the pass was good from Jake Berger. We'll see if they could try again and get the ball to Pratt. Hillsdale looking to advance the ball back in shotgun formation. And, ooh, and pocket quickly collapsing. Berger out to his left. Ooh, avoids a tackle. Well blocked. Makes his way out to the two-yard line for a first down. That was a big run for Berger, Chris. That's what we have seen all day from him. Once again, the Timberwolves have no answer. They need to continue to do that. They're picking up a lot of first downs with Berger on the ground. Definitely. Berger's kind of giving them a new spark. We'll see what they choose to do here on the two-yard line. Short yards, game. You know, in past, past Charger games, I would expect a, a Hershog up the middle, but there's been a lot of different play calls, so we'll see what happens. And the chart and the Timberwolves crowding the line. Herzog up the middle for a touchdown. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's six points, and that's what you love to see for the Chargers. After a couple of dead offensive drives there and bad position for their offense after a couple of turnovers, it's good to see the Chargers score. We're at 13-7. We'll see if they can make this extra point. Definitely. Lee back out there for the extra point, lining it up. Make sure he knows which uprights to shoot it through. Van Inkward out to hold the kick. Beautiful snap right through the middle. Pretty electric drive. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, it's good for the Chargers to score. It's 14 to 7. We'll see what their defense can do on this uh, next drive. Definitely. After forcing a punt on that last drive. Hoping to keep up that same momentum. You know, the only Timberwolves score has been on a really short field, so Chargers yeah. defense has been good. The Chargers defense has been the key so far in this performance. We'll see if they can keep it up. We'll see what the adjustments they make at halftime is with about seven minutes to go. Definitely. The Chargers look ready to kick off. Timberwolves still having a conversation. Now they're looking ready to receive the ball. Looking like Kenley on the back, alongside Brendan Teal. Julian Lee, looking ready to kick off from the 35. All righty, and Lee setting it up, giving a signal. They're all ready. And we're off with the kick. And it avoids the sideline. Oh, well, they still threw the flag. So that'll be a illegal kick out of bounds, putting the ball at the 35-yard line. Yeah, that was an uncharacteristic kick from Lee. Doesn't typically kick out of bounds, but that's going to be a penalty on Chargers. And it's going to give the Timberwolves offense a little bit of better field position to start here, something that the Hillsdale Charger defense, I'm sure, is not happy about. No, but they look up to the challenge to stop that and you know, mitigate what was ultimately a 10-yard penalty. Some of the Chargers running off. Late substitution. From 30 and 53 coming back on. 
64 coming out to the side. It looks like the Chargers defense is a little confused. Not sure what's going on here with the sideline issues. Yeah, a bit of a discombobulation. There's Okay, now they're all coming back on. Eventually they all got set. They're back up. And Jacob Barlich hoping to, you know, reclaim that same success that he had earlier. And he takes the snap from shotgun, hands it off to Casual Goldsmith, who once again runs it up the middle to about the 40-yard line. That was a lot of speed there from Goldsmith. He got to the he got about a four-yard gain really quickly, but the Chargers took him down fast. It was a good answer to uh, a good run. And they take the snap. Clean snap, pass it to Casual Goldsmith again, who makes his way to the 42-yard line. The Chargers defense is locked in. They're wrapping up quick on the tackles. They're not allowing much yardage after the catch. It's third down and two. Third down, actually, pardon me. Third down and four. And the stadium is getting loud. It's got to be hard to get those play calls in with the stadium getting this loud. Takes the snap, hands it back off to Casual Goldsmith. Ooh, the Chargers make it tight. We'll see what the call is. It'll be a close call. Looks like, oh, they've called it short. Interesting. We'll see what they do with this play call. If they're going to go for it on a fourth like the Chargers have in the past two. Or not. It is, they call it short, so that is going to be a fourth and one. Five minutes and 40 seconds left. Fourth and one, and they're going to go for it. Incredibly pivotal play for the Chargers here. And they call a timeout. For Northwood. And we're going to go for about a 60-second break. You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. Welcome to the Old Ball Game, where we talk about the past of America's favorite pastime. I'm Tate Christensen. Today we talk about baseball in the Civil War. Baseball was a favorite pastime of soldiers in both the Union and in the Confederacy, but it was especially popular in the North with the Union officers. Soldiers of both sides used a variety of sports to entertain themselves in their downtime, but baseball was the most popular. Soldiers often talked about baseball in their letters back home, their diaries, and in their newspapers. They would play the most baseball in the winter and the spring months when they were not busy with the war. Soldiers would spend time playing baseball and watching baseball, as armies would host different games playing one another and often drew large crowds. A Christmas Day game in 1862 drew a crowd of 40,000 soldier spectators. During the war in 1857, the National Association of Baseball Players was formed. It was the first governing body for baseball, and it met annually. This has been the Old Ball Game on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. All right, you are listening to Charger Football on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7. I'm Caleb. I'm Chris. It's Caleb. It's 14-7. Chargers in the lead. Northwood at their own 46-yard line. Five minutes left in the first quarter. Barlidge in the shotgun. Looking to throw it, and he has got his wide receiver covered. But 
looks to be some pass interference. Brendan Teal, the intended receiver on that play. So a little pushing and shoving, a little extracurriculars before that pass got to him. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be pass interference on number 20 for the Chargers. Not something yep. you like to see. No. Especially with an incredibly disciplined team, as we covered in the, the pregame. And they, lead, they lead the GMAC, right? Yeah, I think it's only their second or third penalty of the day. A little uncharacteristic for them. I'm sure they'll do better in the second half after Coach Otterbein talks to them. It's definitely unfortunate giving free yardage. And then the results of the penalty, they will move up to the 46-yard line. First down, 10. Timberwolves in charger territory. Pre-snap motion. Barlidge clapping, taking the snap, hands it, takes the handoff, throws it out to 83, who's quickly gobbled up. Pass complete number 83, Case Booze. Case Booze with that reception. Take it down, second down and 10. No gain. Absolutely no gain. The sun quickly descending behind the, the stadium. And they take the shotgun. Throws it out to Casual Goldsmith, who is in the backfield, and quickly runs it out for about a nine-yard gain. Down to the 29-yard line, the Hillsdale territory. Yeah, on this third and short, I would expect the Timberwolves to go with Casual Goldsmith up the middle, but we'll see. We'll see. About a nine-yard gain, third and one. Incredibly crucial play if the Timberwolves want to answer. And they hand it to Casual Goldsmith, who is quickly gobbled up. Wow, they go right up the middle, like I said, but the Chargers' defense was ready for that call. They saw it coming, and they made it. They made it. And it'll be fourth down, and they look like they're going for it. Not looking for a field goal. Hands it back to Casual Goldsmith, who is gobbled up. And it looks like they are giving them the first down. Just barely made it out for that one, but it was bound to work. Now try, try, try again, is what they say. Sort of like when you turn in a paper, the professor says, you can rewrite this. We'll see if the Chargers can make another stop here and once they get closer to the red zone and hold them to a field goal would be ideal. Definitely. They love to go into halftime with the lead here. And they hand it back to their halfback, Sebastian Toland, who makes it up to about the Hillsdale College 20-yard line. Seven-yard, second and three. Three minutes left in the second quarter. And they hit it back to Toland, who gets them the first down on the 15-yard line of the, ch- the Chargers. You know, what do you make of these quick successive uh, runs? Well, you know, they're bringing in different running backs and spicing it up in Timberwolves' offense, and it's working so far as they run up the middle. The Chargers need to pack the D-line and be prepared for it. But it looks like they brought in a different quarterback for the Timberwolves, number nine, so we'll see what they do here. Oh, Jake Kelbert, correct. Oh, and he is running up the gut. 
Interesting. So they also have an, uh, a mobile quarterback. It looks like maybe they're trying to copy a little bit of what the Chargers have done today with Jake Berger by bringing in the backup quarterback, but it looks like they're already throwing him back out to the sideline. Yeah, the other Jake, Kelbert, ran it up the gut for about a two-yard gain. No gain. Second down. Ten. On the Chargers, 16. Two minutes left in the second quarter. Barlidge back out there. And he's running, rolling to his right, throws it just ahead of his wide receiver, number eight, Brian Kinley. Brian Kinley was open, and he should have caught that touchdown pass, but it looks like Berger, or Barlidge just threw it a little bit further in front of him than he could reach. It's third down. It's an incredibly crucial. Third down and ten. Stadium once again rising to their feet. Trying to stop that play call from being able to be communicated. And hear those cowbells start. Arledge, empty set. Oh, and pass that out of the line. Interception, number 99. That is Zach Toki. Wow, the nose tackle. Zach Toki there with an interception. That is an impressive defensive performance for the Chargers. That was big time. Definitely. Being able to stop them on your own 16, prevent them from even getting a field goal, definitely a key to win. What I tell you, Chris, that is only their second interception on the air, and it couldn't have come in a more crucial time. With halftime approaching just less than two minutes until, this is another opportunity for the Chargers to score and really put this game away before halftime. Definitely. Love seeing a big man get an interception. And the Chargers back out there quickly. Looking to take that momentum with 149 left. Ben Inkwert. Pre-stamp motion. Berger throwing it deep back to the sideline Van Inkwert once again the intended receiver unable to catch the ball looked like a little bit of confusion there he was running a different route than where Berger passed it but I don't think that'll happen again no and definitely you know going into halftime they'll be able to go over those routes and be on the same page again Berger back in the shotgun takes the snap rolling to his right tosses it to Herzog Herzog stump bumping and it looks like he makes the first down down to the 47 yard line yeah you see the Chargers going on the outside here either tossing it out to the outside or throwing receivers on the outside they're really trying to get out of bounds and take care of time here in this two minute drill mm -hmm. definitely kind of avoiding that center you know defense Very little empty set we're seeing for the Chargers here. There's a ball on the yard line. They're stopping to play. So the Chargers can pick up a ball that fell out on the, behind them, 20 yards. Once Let's again, see if they finally get Sam Lee involved in this passing game. He's ready on the outside. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, some trickery. Herzog threw it to the left. Then back to Van Inkwork, who makes his way down to the Northwood 40-yard line. What a creative place. Yeah, the Chargers being creative on offense. Once again, like I said, they're getting out of bounds. They're conserving the clock. And they're taking their time to get to the end zone. They still have a minute and a half left. Yeah. They're back 21 to his right. Two wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Herzog, trusty to his left. Berger takes the snap. Passes it straight to number eight. Ooh. Fumble on the play, and Chargers retain possession. Yeah, it looks like the Chargers fell on it there. That was a fumble by the receiver after a big game. 
Good for the Chargers falling on that. Ball security, as long as you get it back, it's okay. Yeah. Still a positive game. Now Coulter retained possession. Making up for a couple of those bad snaps earlier, he falls right on the ball, and the Chargers remain retained possession. And they're now at the Timberwolves. 16-yard line with one minute left. Berger back under center. And Inkward. Pre-stamp motion. Hands it off. Takes the handoff. Takes the ball. Throws it. Oh! And number 21 had the ball in his hands before it slipped quickly through. That was freshman Shea Ruddy who had a big game last week. Looks like maybe he's starting to wake up here today. We'll see if they use him more in the second half. He should have had the touchdown catch there. No, but, you know, it's one of those growing pains. He's still new to the program, so once he gets settled in, he'll be ready for it's it. It's good to see him get open there. He just needs to work on those hands. We'll see what Berger has for the play call here. Breaking the huddle. Still a minute. We're still 46 seconds left. They're on the Northwood 15. Pre-snap motion. And Berger running it up the middle. Ooh. For about a five-yard gain, making his way to the Northwood 10. I love Berger's vision so far in the running game. He does pre-snap motion. He has a fake handoff. He looks and sees that it's open up the middle, and he runs. He's got a good field vision, and he's looking for space to gain positive yardage. Definitely. You know, it's, it's really interesting to see the new life that Chargers give in this new, uh, new look offense that they have. They call a timeout on this play, but we'll see what they can do here in the red zone. This is a crucial third down for the Chargers at about the 10-yard line. I yeah. guess as they go to Herzog on the outside, I think that's a play that's worked for them really well so far. And they used them a lot of the last time they were in the red zone on the other side of the field. But, man, wouldn't it be electric if they got Sam Lee? I think Sam Lee in the corner would be something that the Charger fan base in the stadium would love to see. Uh, we'll see what the Chargers' offensive coordinator calls here. It would be really good to get Sam Lee involved before halftime so they can start you know, working on some of those aspects of their game. And they have break, broken huddle. back out there 40 seconds left takes the snap fakes the handoff to Herzog rolling to his right tosses it way above the head of Van Inkberg we'll see what the Chargers do here on fourth down it looks like they're bringing out the kicking unit when you have a you know seven seven point lead it's always a solid call it's an out lead Lee is two for six on field goals this season. He's also had one blocked as well, so we'll look for good protection from the Chargers here, but then also accuracy from Lee himself. And the Timberwolves do have uh, almost lead the GMAC in blocked kicks, so this will be a really crucial play that will decide the rest of the game. Good snap, good hold, and straight through the uprights. That's an important three points for the Chargers there. That changed the score to 17 to 7. That's a two possession ball game. Definitely. And it, you know, another good kick for Lee. So something good to feel about going into the half. See what they do in the last 30 seconds. If you're the Timberwolves coach, would you just kneel out the clock? Or would you try to go for some more plays? I think the Timberwolves need to try to score here. They haven't had too much offensive life throughout the game. They only have seven points on the board. I think they threw a couple of deep ones here, maybe a run or two, and see if something breaks through the Chargers' defensive line. But if the first couple of plays don't work, I think they go to halftime and they they revisit their plan. Yeah, it's good to feel good about something going into the half. So 
Hopefully the Chargers defense can lock up here and not allow anything too crazy to happen before the half. Definitely. Well, they're looking ready to kick the ball off. Back with uh, Julian Lee to kick off with Brian Kinley and Brendan Teal looking to receive. See how Lee does on this kick after a couple of shorter ones that only make it to the 30 or 25 yard line. Definitely. Feeling that good mojo from the made field goal. Maybe he'll have some power in here. And he kicks the ball off to about the 24 yard line. And they make, and the Northwood makes it up to the 38. That's good field position for Northwood to start. We'll see what the Timberwolves offense can do. But I have faith in the Chargers defense. They played well so far. I don't think the Timberwolves are going to get very far. Brian Kinley with the return. The Chargers look ready for the Timberwolves to play. The Timberwolves still have a broken huddle. We'll see what Coach Beer has for the play here. We'll see what he wants to do with his last 28 seconds. I expect him to take a couple of shots down the field. They need the points. Definitely doesn't hurt to take the points, yeah. Down 10. 28 seconds left. Chargers up. 17-7. Crowd getting loud. Last 28 seconds of the game. Barlich takes the snap, quickly throws it out over the head of his receiver. Look, Andy Durant. Well, they went straight to the passing game. I expect them to try a couple more here before the end of the half. The Chargers do get the ball at halftime, so it's crucial for the Timberwolves Worlds to score here if they want to stay in the game. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see them get their wide receivers involved in this game. Clapping the snap. Hands it off to Casual Goldsmith, who has a huge hole up the middle, breaking his way almost to the 50-yard line. Looks like they'll spot him right at the Northwood 48. Number 25 for the Chargers takes him down. It looks like the Timberwolves are taking a quick timeout, trying to draw up a play here to score before the end of the half. And they have a timeout on the field. We'll go to... It'll be interesting to see what they do in the last 18 seconds of this. They're in pretty good field position. Pretty successful run, but you don't want to be you know, wasting too much clock time trying to score. Yeah, they have one timeout left after that call, so they need to conserve the clock well here. My guess is they throw a couple to the outside. Maybe can afford one more run or two for casual goalsmith up the middle, but they can't afford to lose too much more clock. They need to be smart with their play calling here. But the Chargers defense, they're ready. And after the last interception, you know, they, their hands also look ready. Barlich takes a snap, fakes the handoff. Ooh, and the pocket quickly collapses. Almost intercepted, straight through the middle. That should have been an interception by number two, Nolan Strake. Went right through his hands. It was overthrown by Barlich. Yeah. A lot of zip on that ball. Third down, 13 seconds left. Third and 10. Second down. Third down? Second down. Second down and 10. 
And Barlich looking to answer quickly. Hands it back off to casual Goldsmith who breaks it to his left, making its way all the way to the Chargers 40-yard line for a first down. He almost broke away there for a big run. He got the first down, could have made it to the end zone, but the Chargers stopped him there. We'll see the last time out here used by the Timberwolves. With five seconds left. Final timeout. My guess is they throw it to the end zone. One of their big receivers is ready to catch it. We'll see how the Chargers stop him. It'll be interesting to see if they go in like a prevent defense or something like that. Yeah, I would expect some deep zone coverage from the Chargers here. They just need to stop the ball from getting to the end zone. They're okay yeah. giving up some yardage here. Definitely. Allow him to get in the middle, but not in the blue. you got to assume that the Chargers are happy with their performance in this half so far. Going into the uh, end of the half, 17-7 with the lead would be an ideal situation. Definitely. You want to hold on to that advantage as long as you can. Especially starting with the ball at the beginning of the second half. They could really put away this game if they keep the score here. Yeah, but as the old adage goes, if you can get to the lead in one half, they can answer it the next. They can. And the Chargers defense needs to remain locked in here and in the second half. All right, for possibly the last play of the half, Barlich takes the snap, looking to pass. Charges in deep prevent, rolling to his right. Throws it to the out-of-bounds. That was a good first half. The Chargers are exiting the field, and we're going to try to get an interview with Coach Otterbein to see his thoughts on the first half of Hannah Connolly on the sideline. Chris, you happy with that first half? I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think it was a good first half for the Chargers. Definitely. We'll see if Coach Otterbein is happy with this half. It's definitely an interesting answer with a new quarterback and everything. Hand it to you. Hey, I'm here on the field with Coach Otto. We're walking into halftime with a lead. That's super exciting. So we switched up a major component of our offense, starting Jake Berger at quarterback today. Talk to me about his performance in the first half. Yeah, I think Jake's handled it pretty well. Uh, he's had game experience, so it wasn't anything new. Um, you know, Garrett was a little banged up, didn't really do a lot of practicing this week. So Jake deserved an opportunity, and he did a good job leading our football team. Yeah, that's awesome. He's had a great game. So one thing I think we're best at in our conference is our halftime adjustments. So what kind of things are we going to address at halftime to start the third quarter strong? Well, we got to do a good, keep doing a good job running the ball. I think we're doing an excellent job there. Um, getting off the field on third downs, doing a great job there. So we just have to keep that up, continue to put pressure on the quarterback, continue to tackle well, and uh, play with a lot of energy. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Coach. I'm excited for the last half. Alrighty, amazing. You know, he seems pretty excited with that half. Caleb, how would you assess that first yeah, half? Yeah, Coach Otterbein had a great game plan. The defense and the offense both played well, and I expect good things from the Chargers in the second half. Definitely. Alrighty, well, we'll break for about a 15-minute halftime. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 Charger Football. Welcome back to Charger Football on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7. Northwood's about to kick off, but... Before we kick off, I'll take you to some out-of-town scores. Ashland is leading Ohio Dominican 6-0 in the second quarter. Penn State is leading Northwestern 17-10 in Evanston. Louisiana is down 17-21 to Minnesota. And Eastern Michigan and Central Michigan are tied at 7-all. 
Davenport and Michigan Tech. Davenport's leading Michigan Tech 14 to 0. So Caleb, from the, from the second first half, what do you think they have to do to replicate that? Well, the defense and offense both played well for the Chargers. If they continue it, they're going to win. Coming into the second half with a 10-point lead is big. Here's the kickoff. And we're off. Once again, a great kick. Michael Herzog returning it from the 7-yard line. He's up to the 20-yard line. And he makes his way to the 25 before he's tackled. Solid return again from Herzog. He knows when to run it out, and he makes it past the 25 for a little bit of extra yardage. Mm -hmm. Making his way to what would be a touchback. What an exciting touchback it is. The Timberwolves defense really couldn't contain Herzog in the first half, so we would expect them to continue to use him a lot on the Charger offense. But once again, I think what the key to opening up this offense is using more of your receiving weapons. So let's hope they do that. Yeah, Herzog ran it for 17 yards for about 67 yards, so a productive day for him. Berger back in the shotgun, running it to his right, tosses it to Herzog, who once again makes it up to the 30. 35, 40, before he's run out of bounds for a first down. This this pitch to the outside of Herzog, either on the left or right side, has been used a few times today, and it's worked almost every single time for the Chargers. They continue to go back to that play. 100% of the time, it works every time for a first down. Beautiful to see. It'll be interesting to see if they go back to that well. Berger back in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to his right, none to his left. Herzog to his right. Takes the snap, rolling to his right. Looking, running out of time, throws it out of bounds. Looking like he was looking for Sam Lee. Yeah, he was looking for somebody on the outside there. Herzog got caught up blocking for uh, Berger, and then Sam Lee was covered. He had to throw it out of bounds, but we'll see what they do here on second down. A little bit of a busted play, but you know you can avoid, you can you can stomach those on a first down. And they're back to it now. Two wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Herzog once again to his left. Takes the snap, hands it off to Herzog, who runs to his right for about the 42-yard line. Still 17-7. Michael Herzog, two. It's going to be about third and eight. We'll see if they go for a pass play here to get a little bit of extra yardage for this third and long. See if they can get some more success than they had on that second down play. Also, look for Berger to run. He ran a lot in the first half on these long-distance plays, and it worked well. Very true. All right, 96, pre-snap motion. He takes the snap, throwing it deep, and he has Lee, who is covered, but unable to hold in the pass. It was right in his bread basket, but fortunately broken up. That was a great pass by Berger. Lee had it right in his hands, and it looked like he was going to hold on until he hit the ground, and he just couldn't survive it. The ball went out. Great coverage for Northwoods. The Timberwolves were right on him, but it was a well-placed ball that unfortunately could not survive the elements. Physics and all that. And now the Chargers look to punt the ball. Great punt in the last one. See if you can repeat that same success. And Lamoureux with the punt. Another beautiful punt. And puts the Timberwolves, they didn't fair catch it, right on the 14-yard line. He's immediately wrapped up. The Chargers coverage team, both on kickoffs and punts, has been phenomenal today. He catches it at the 14-yard line, doesn't call for a fair catch, and he regrets it as the Chargers hit him right away. That was a beautiful tackle. Hopefully they got a nice bath for him because he will be feeling that tomorrow. We'll see what the Timberwolves offense can do for here, see what their game plan was. After a bit of a slow first half for their offense, we'll see what Barlidge can do for their offense. 
Definitely. Oh, you know, it actually looks like they have Jake Helbert, number nine, out there for quarterback. We'll see if that's a permanent situation or they're just putting him in for a run. They're taking out the Nevada transfer Barlidge. Once again, tossing it off to the right. It looks like it's not casual. Rather, Sebastian. Sebastian Tolan. Interesting. So pulling in both their second-string guys for that play. It's about a uh, two-yard gain on the Northwoods 15-yard line. They're keeping both of those backups out there. It's really interesting to see with that new quarterback. This might be a good solution for them. Once again, taking the snap, running it up the middle. Ooh, and he makes it through the gut for about a five-yard play. Looks like maybe they're fighting over the ball on the field there. Maybe the Chargers think they have a fumble. Let's see. We're awaiting a signal from the refs. That would be a huge momentum turner, wouldn't it? And they're still kind of debating over this question. Little Lincoln Douglas the Chargers debate. are still signaling that they have the ball. We'll see. And the refs are signaling. Looks like Northwood retains. Third down. I'm sure the Chargers are disappointed there. They didn't come up with a fumble. But they forced the fumble, and they're playing strong defense. It's third down. Let's see what they can do. Third down and two on the Northwood 18. On the Northwood 20. Crowding the line of scrimmage. Pulling in some pre-snap motion. And he once again runs it up the middle. Looks like the Chargers held him. It's, a it's, pre- it's interesting to see the, uh, the Timberwolves come out with a totally different game plan than the first half. I would have expected them to come out with a little bit of alterations to have a little more success in offense, but they put in a different running back, a different quarterback, and it didn't work out for them. They gained maybe seven yards on the drive. No. It's like when you get a new haircut. It doesn't look great. It's not going to solve anything. You know... Down here on the field, you don't always want to have that first offensive drive and then in a punt. But this team has so much momentum, so much energy, so much excitement. The defense is playing so well. And now we're going to get another drive on offense, which is really exciting. Beautiful. Yeah, and a fair catch there for the Hillsdale offense. Going to start at the 31 of their own. Like Hannah just talked about from the sideline, the energy for the defense is exciting for the Chargers. They're really anchoring this team. The offense is playing well. They're being efficient. They're putting points on the board, but the defense has completely smothered the Timberwolves' offense. Makes it easy to score when your defense is playing lights out. Once again, Berger back out there. Herzog to his right. Tight set. The one wide receiver to his left. That's That's Sam Lee. Lee. Van Inkwert, pre-snap motion. Herzog runs to his left, making his way to the 40-yard line. Ooh, hit out of bounds. You know, Chris, I thought that was a late hit by number 24. He definitely hit Herzog hard, but the refs don't see it that way. But it gives him a first down, advancing the ball all the way to the 46-yard line. Herzog got right back up, and he's ready to run it again and hopefully get the Chargers another first down. Definitely. Seems they can repeat that same success they had there. Berger looks back at his quarterback wristband, seeing what the call is. Moving under center. Again, tight set. Taking the snap. Fakes the handoff. Throws it back to 21. Incomplete pass. Looks like they just weren't on the same page there. 21 was open. It could have gotten some positive yardage there, but Berger throws it a little bit behind him, and 21 wasn't really looking for the ball quite yet. Yeah, Jonathan Metzger unable to receive that reception, but second down. Second down and 10 on their own 46-yard line. 
Berger back in the shotgun. Herzog to his right, two wide receivers. Running to his right, option play. Quickly taken down for about maybe a one-yard gain. It was a little bit different than what they've done previously in the game with Berger's running abilities. Typically, they put him in the shotgun, they let him go through a couple of reads, and then he runs whenever he has space. That was a design run play, and it didn't turn out well for the Chargers. It'll be interesting to see if they can change the eye level of Northwood. Berger taking the snap, pocket quickly collapsing, running out to his right before he has to quickly throw it away to the out-of-bounds. Third, fourth down. Once again, sending out the punting unit. Unfortunately, they couldn't get any success out of that. We'll look for another good, solid punt here from Ethan Lamoureux, number 38. He's done really well so far. Andy Durand out to receive the punt. Do you think he's hungry like the Wolf? I think he's hungry, Chris. And this this team, their offensive weapons, they're ready to score. It's been a little while since the first quarter for the Timberwolves. They're, they're biting at the bit. Definitely. Lamoureux with the punt. Ooh, almost collapsed on him. Call for a fair catch that time wisely. He remembers. Ethan Lamoureux is not only punting the ball far, but he's punting the ball high. The hang time has been really impressive for his kicks today. Number 38 is doing a good job, and it's giving time for the coverage team to get down and make the tackle or force a fair catch. It's definitely giving a, a team game, you know, yeah. putting his guys in the right position to be able to cover the reception. Special so. teams has definitely been a highlight today for the Chargers. There really haven't been that many miscues, and you love to see that because that could really ruin your game if it puts you in a bad position. Definitely. This is... Punt number two for the Charger offense within the first five minutes of the third quarter. Let's see how this defense can hold out. We're really going to want the offense to start stepping up, scoring when the defense can stop the opponent's offense. Definitely. And that's a run up the middle for the Timberwolves. You know, Chris, it's interesting. Looks like they put Jacob Barlage back out there, number 13, the original starting quarterback. They took Jake Helbert out after some unsuccessful runs in the first drive. We'll see if they're in a two-man system for the rest of this game or if they're going to give the keys back to Barlage. Yeah, Northwood now at their own 21-yard line, third, second down and six. But yeah, the experienced hand of Barlage, hoping to steer them out of this. Oh, and Barlage with a reception down to the 35-yard line. Passed it all the way. That was the casual goldsmith, the starting running back, who wasn't weirdly on the field for the first drive, but he's back out now, and he starts with a big reception for the Timberwolves. That was huge for their offense. Ball spotted at the 38-yard line. Ten minutes left in the second, in the third quarter. Timberwolves moving with their first forward momentum of the day. Of the quarter. Barlidge back out there. Once again, throwing the ball. He has Tolbert. He has Brendan Teal wide open. Incredibly accurate pass down all the way to the Hillsdale Chargers. 10-yard line for a first down. Yeah, it looks like they placed him at about the 12-yard line. That was a beautiful pass to the Albion transfer, Brendan Teal. Beer is really using his offensive weapons that he brought over with him through his transition well today. Mm-hmm. Transfer to transfer. And once again, he hands it off to Casual Goldsmith, who dekes it over to the left, making it about a two-yard gain to about the 10-yard line. That was really the first big deep play for either side, for either team today. That was an impressive deep ball from the Timberwolves. We'll see if the Chargers in the red zone here can make a goal line stand. Definitely. See if they can answer the call. They're looking for the play call on the left. Jacob Barlage, the transfer from Nevada, Reno. 
D1, the D2, bringing that experienced hand with him. Looks like they call the timeout. Well, it looks like a charger, number 41, is down Ooh. on the field. Maybe an injury there for the chargers. We have an injury timeout on the field. We'll take a quick 30-second uh, break uh, as they deal with the injured player for the Chargers. You're listening to 101.7 Radio Free Hillsdale. Short features to tune into throughout the day. Catch the Grammar Minute with Lauren Smith to get a one-minute lesson on words and phrases we use every day and how we might be using them wrong. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we'll talk about when you should and shouldn't use contractions. Or tune into the Policy Corner with host Josh Barker to get the latest on the bills Congress is debating. Today we're going to take a closer look at the changes to retirement programs made by the Omnibus Bill. Tune in on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM or catch all our features on Apple Podcasts. You don't need to search so hard for Hillsdale's latest news. Just listen to the Collegian Week. And we're back. And Northwood attempted a pass. It'll be third down and seven. Ball on the Chargers nine. Defended by Matt Soderhall, who got the interception last week against Finley. Same here for a very crucial third down play. And Chargers defense is locked in right now. It's third down. We'll see if they can make the stop. This is a big moment for the game. We'll see if the Timberwolves can catch up to the Chargers. Stadium getting loud. Barlich takes a snap. Hands it off to Sebastian Toland, who makes his way to the eight-yard line, I want to say. Short gain. Setting into a fourth down, fourth and two, setting on the kicking unit. You know, after giving up that, that deep completion, Chargers look to answer. Yeah, this is a big field goal for Northwood. It would put them within one score, make it a one-possession game, and make the win realistic for them. But the Chargers, their offense is playing well, too. So they're going to have to score more than just a field goal to win this one. And the kick is up, and it is good. The score is now 17-10. North Chargers in the lead. Yeah, you know, Chris, I've been really... This puts the Chargers up at only one touchdown. So they only have one more score to go for the Timberwolves. Hopefully our offense can come out and score, get seven more points on the board. Yeah, I agree with Hannah. I think our offense has done really well so far. This is an important drive for them to drive down the field and at least get a field to put some points on the board to make it a two-possession game again. I have faith in the Chargers, but the Timberwolves' defense feels good about themselves. They've played good so far this half, and we'll see what they can do. Definitely. Now the Timberwolves setting out their kicking unit to kick it off. They got Herzog in the back and Logan Van Enkvore to receive. Looking to answer to that sustained drive. Chargers looking to answer, hopefully that they could bust out maybe Sam Lee or Shea Ruddy, answer that deep completion. And Signals sends in for the kickoff. And it is a deep one. Out to the eight-yard line. Herzog running up the ball, 10, 20, 25, 30. Oh, and he is finally pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Very good return for the Chargers. 
like I said, Chris, I don't think Herzog or any of our returners have been tackled behind the 25 today. They're being wise about their decisions to bring the ball out. They know whenever they have good blocking and space to open up. And he makes it to the 35 on that. That was a great return and good field position for the Chargers to start with. Can't be too mad with that. We'll see if Berger can take advantage of this field position. It looks a lot like the uh, Northwoods crowding the line. They hand it off. Ooh, ooh, and the 50-yard line. Oh, and he has open space. Number 21 is straight to the house. Shea Ruddy with an electric touchdown. Jay Ruddy, the freshman, with another huge play. You know, he had a lot of those in the fourth quarter against Finley last week when he had his breakout game. It's impressive to see him do that again. Chris, you mentioned that the Timberwolves were boxing the line, that they were packing it in, expecting the run from Michael Herzog. That's what happens when you have a great run game. It opens up the outside, and we see Shea Ruddy go on the outside on the left and run all the way to the end zone. That was really impressive and great for the Chargers. Definitely. This is exactly what you want to see from a Charger offense coming in with 7 minutes and 53 seconds in the third quarter. They're putting their lead at an even higher number, which is exactly what you want. Definitely. It's good, it's good to see Shea Ruddy get involved like that on a jet sweep, bringing him over before he just turned on the Jets and put the Chargers up by 7. Even more. The score is now 24-10 to 10 at Chargers. 7 minutes and 53 seconds left in the third quarter. You know it's kind of expected from a collegiate kicker, but number 90, Julian Lee, is playing really well today. He's got a field goal in the game. He's made all of his extra points. It's nice to have that comfort whenever you can rely on your kicker in this game. To not have to worry about losing a couple of points that towards the end of the game could matter a lot. Definitely. The adage, they're just kids, but you know, I mean, he's answering the call here. And this is a high level of football, even at Division Two, These players are playing well, and Julian Lee's a solid kicker. Ooh, and he, you know, Aims for that practice kick there. Using a stand. Once again, Northwood ready to receive. Looking to answer. Hoping they can get more than a field goal on that on, the ne on their next drive. Chargers feeling good about how they answered the call after that deep completion. Lee ready to receive. Lee ready to kick. Chargers, ready, gives the signal, and we're off, a good kick out to the two-yard line, where Casual will re return the ball, and he deeks and dunks his way to the 22-yard line. That was number eight, Brian Kenley, with a good return. He's been their main return man today. He's got a lot of speed. But so far, like I said, the Chargers special teams coverage units have done really well. They stop him before the 25. Should have let the ball go into the end zone. Definitely. I mean, he gets his way there to the 23-yard uh, line. It's almost a, almost a touchback. Chargers ready to defend the ball. See if the Chargers can come up with a big stop here after allowing the field goal on the last drive. They didn't have much time to rest because the offense quickly scored, but that's not something you can complain about. No. On the D-line, you got Riley Tolsma and Trevor DeGroote anchoring the sides. The nose tackle, Zach Tokian landed the beak. There we go, and the Northwood runs the ball. 
all the way out to the 30-yard line. Once again, that is number eight, Brian Kinley. Casual, casual Goldsmith. Casual Goldsmith is really impressive with his ability to break tackles. I think about three Chargers tried to tackle him before the fourth one finally brought him down. He's a good runner, and he's getting solid yardage for the Timberwolves, but so far the Chargers haven't let him break away, and that's a good thing. He is denying their... All right, and he is back with the ball. They take the handoff. Try to throw a screen pass to number 17, but it is quickly defended. Pass intended. Andy Duran Duran. And number 25, Vance from Sesco, with the aggressive defensive play there. That was really impressive. We'll see what they can do here on third down. It's third down and two. Ball on the 30-yard line. Looking to answer. They hand it back off. Casual Goldsmith. Oh, and the ball came out. We will see. Looks like the refs are signaling that he was down before the ball came out. It'll be a tough spot. It looks like they're going to spot him short. The Chargers have been really clutch today on third down. They've had a couple of forced fumbles, or at least what looks like forced fumbles. They're being really aggressive going after the ball. They're chasing wherever it is on the field, and they're making stops on third down. Let's see if they can do something on this fourth and short. It looks like the Timberwolves are going to go for it on the fourth down. See if they can use casual Goldsmith to get that elusive one yard. Chargers looking to answer. They bring 11 on some pre-snap motion. Send Casual Goldsmith up the middle. Looks like the fumble was recovered. They stripped the ball from Casual Goldsmith, and the Chargers are all signaling, putting their helmets on, getting ready to start on offense. We'll see what the refs call it. And the refs call it a fumble for Northwood, recovered by Hillsdale. Hillsdale will retain the ball. That was two plays in a row from Casual Goldsmith on short yardage, third down, and then fourth down. He gets the first down, but then fumbles the ball. He keeps dropping the ball. That's something he's going to have to work on. The Chargers defense is being aggressive, and you love to see it. You met a world peace would always say, ball don't lie. Ball don't lie on that play. Chargers get the ball on the 33-yard line. We'll see what Jake Berger and Michael Herzog can cook up here. Jake Berger takes the snap, settling in. Easy set. Boom to 26. That is Logan Van took. This offense is really waking up here in the second half. That was impressive. He was wide open in the middle, made the catch. Those are good hands right there. They're running on all cylinders, would you say? Yeah, for sure. We'll see if they can get into the end zone here. That's the crucial part. Looks like in halftime they sprayed some WD-40 on those gears, and they are running smoothly. We love to see it. At this level, you really got to make sure you're connecting on those plays. It's a crucial, crucial thing to do. 87, pre-snap motion, hands it off to Michael Herzog, who runs it to his right, making his way to the five-yard line before he's quickly stopped. That'll be a second down and five, second down and goal. 86 coming off, Sam Lee coming back on. Gain of two. We'll see if they stick with Herzog here if they go to the passing game. Either one can work. Their offense is firing on all cylinders right now. Back in the shotgun, Herzog to his left. Herzog's really been the bell cow of this offense. Berger running to his left. He is stopped. Down at the sec at the two-yard line. It'll be really close to the end zone, but it's going to be third and two ultimately. Berger's really putting his body on the line for this offense. He is trying to get in the end zone. It's close there. We'll see what they can do on third and goal. My guess, they give it to Herzog to run it up the middle. That offensive line, got to create a hole for him here. They've been pretty dominant so far today, so... It's been good to see. 
Northwood crowding the line, throwing in some blitz A. And Herzog fighting his way, unable to break through the massive bodies. That was an impressive stop for the Timberwolves defensive line there. Herzog runs up the middle a little bit to the left, isn't able to get it, maybe gains a yard on the play. They're stopped shy of the end zone about the second yard line, fourth down. Looking like they're keeping their offense on the field. I don't know. I think a field goal could be good here. Puts them up by a lot, but a touchdown would really put this game away. I like the aggressiveness. And if you, you know, get stopped here, you're in well within your right to get safety. They hand it off to Michael Herzog, who is stopped behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a big boost for the Timberwolves' defense and their team overall. They're going to need that energy going forward. We'll see how the Chargers' defense can respond. That's an unfortunate turnover. Turnover on downs for Hillsdale there. This is not exactly what you want to see when they pick up a fumble recovery right on the 30-yard line. But, you know, the Charger defense has been having an amazing game, an amazing half. And, you know, they're going to come out. They're going to stop the Timberwolves. And we're just going to bring it back and hope for another score. The momentum is definitely not down here on the field. All of the players are excited. They're having a good time. They're ready to be here. And they expect to win. We love to hear that. The Charger players are playing with a lot of aggressiveness. This is a moment where, Chris, I would hope to see number 40, Riley Tolzma, make another sack like he did in the first quarter. Potential for a safety for the Chargers. Two more points on the board. Well, it looks like they're bringing in a snap in a, in a blitz package, crowding the line. Oh, and there's a fumble. What did I tell you? Number 40. Didn't I say there was going to be a safety? Didn't I say they were well within their right? Riley got the safety. Riley Tolzma, number 40 with the safety. That's exactly what we wanted to see, and that's what we got. Beautiful. Amazing. That's what I've been saying about that Charger defense. Look at that. They're able to put up points on defense. Oh, amazing. We're going to see the Chargers get back possession now as well as the two more points on the board. The score is 26 to 10. You know, it really kind of justifies that going for it on fourth down call. Yeah, whenever you have a solid defensive line that can get after the quarterback and the running back in the backfield like that, you can run the risk of turning over the ball close to the goal line because you have confidence in your playmakers to get you the ball back. Yeah, I think it was a really good, risky play call, but it paid off for them. So We'll see how the Chargers return team does here. Northwood looking to answer. Unfortunate, disappointed to have to give the ball back especially on a safety where it'll be a little different than a kickoff return. Max Gonos going to kick it off. Feels like he just kicked it off. Benningfort, Herzog back there, looking to receive the ball. Sends the signal, kicks it off. And it's a screamer down to the 20-yard line. Herzog running it. 30, 35, 40. There's a flag on the play. 50-yard line. We'll see if he comes back. But for right now, he's stopped the 48-yard line. We'll see what the flag was there, Chris. But, you know, whenever you kick it after safety, you have to kick it from the 20-yard line. So they were able to start a little bit further up with their return team. And that gets them better field position to start the game. There are three flags on the play. So whatever happened was egregious. Let's see what the call is. It looks like they're pushing the Chargers Holding. back, so it must have been on them. Holding on the Chargers. And it's always sad whenever you have a great return to have it pulled back. Holding against the return team is Paul. 
and the Chargers will now be starting at their own 20-yard line. Once again, that's the first penalty of the half, I think, for the Chargers, and that was not a good time for it to happen. That really would have put the game away if they could continue that offensive momentum. But they're at the 25-yard line. That's not a bad place to start. Berger in the shotgun. 26 on the motion. Hands off the ball to Kyle Riffle. Makes it up the gut for about three-yard gain to the Hillsdale College 29-yard line. Yeah, they had to put Riffle in there for Herzog after that big return on the kickoff. They ended up getting called back, give him a moment to rest. He's deserved it. He must have been gassed. Bringing on third 39. Switching out some. Northwood's also making a substantive substitution. Getting to the point of the game where some of your players are tired, they can't be out there for as long as they were in the first half. The sun's beating down on them. No longer as many clouds. Bringing in some pre-snap motion. Hands it off to Herzog, I believe. For a run up the middle. It's about 30 yard to the 30-yard line. To Kyle Riffle. Yeah, this is a good opportunity for Kyle Riffle to show what he has as the backup running back for this Charger offense. He's doing well so far. We'll see if he can get a little bit more yardage on the next carry he gets. Looks like the Chargers are kind of running a more conservative offense up 26-10. Yeah. Not as many uh, crazy end-arounds or anything like that. Yeah, when you're up 16 points, there's no need to do anything else. Take care of the ball. Don't give it to them whenever you don't have to. Once again, the shotgun rifles it. Oh, and straight through the hands of Shea Ruddy. Shea Ruddy, who got that uh, end-around touchdown, unable to pull in that reception. He dove out for that pass, put his hands out there, but he couldn't bring the ball in. We love to see the effort from him, though. Shea Ruddy's getting more involved in this offense, and him getting more involved in this offense is a good thing for the Chargers. Definitely. Timberwolves have to be happy with themselves here, making a quick three-and-out stop on the Chargers. We'll see what the Chargers do. Ethan Lamro hoping for another great punt. He hasn't had a bad one today. Ethan Lamro averaging a lot of yards and a lot of good hang time on his punts. A low snap, but he gets it away. Not as great of a punt, but that's probably attributed to the low snap and the need to rush it. The Timberwolves have got to be excited. They're starting at the 33-yard line instead of... Uh, you know, the two-yard line. There's not going to be a safety here from the Charger defense, but they're in a good spot to be able to stop the Timberwolves' offense here. We'll see how they perform. Never say never. I could see. Northwood hoping for a better start than last time. Barrelage transfer from Nevada, hoping to calm down the offense, bring some of his older experience, and answer the call. They snap the ball. Hands it off to their running back. Sebastian Tolan with the run. Sebastian Tolan with a hard hit on the Chargers there. You could hear the hit up here in the booth. But the Chargers take him down. He only gets about one yard. One yard gain. Second down and nine on the Charger, or on the Northwood 34. Handing it back off for about a four-yard gain to the 38-yard line. Sebastian Tolan once again with the carry. Large substitution coming off of the Chargers. Getting a little lighter, bringing out, taking out some of the linemen. Northwood once again is back in the shotgun for a third down, a crucial third down here for them. 
taking the ball, looking to pass. And it's a pass complete to Brendan to- Brendan Teal. He was wide open. There was no coverage from the Chargers on him. He was wide open on the middle, a little bit to the left of the field. That was a good read by Bartledge, and he gets the ball to him. Executed well on that. He saw who was open and said, I'll take it. I'll take that any day. We'll look for the Chargers' safeties and linebackers to shore up the middle here on this next play so that doesn't happen again. Bartledge back in the shotgun. Motions. Takes a snap. Running off to his left. Quick snap out to number eight. Brian Kinley. Bart Bixler with the stop. Nine-yard gain. It's going to be about a second and one. That's two solid pass plays in a row for the Timberwolf offense. We'll see if that continues for them or if they go back to the run game. Yeah, it looks like Bartlidge is throwing at about 50, like 55% completion rating. Once again, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throwing it deep back to Teal, who is incomplete. No flag on the play. Luckily, they were just a little bit off on that. The ball's a little bit on the inside where Teal's more on the outside of the field, but it was a good pass, and he had separation from the Charger defender there. Correction, that was Brian Kinley. We're approaching the end of the third quarter here with 29 seconds left. We'll see what the Timberwolf offense can do. Third down and one really important for the Chargers to get off the field here. They take the snap, hand it off, and it is stopped. Sebastian Tolan unable to advance past the line of scrimmage. About a two-yard gain, getting them a first down. At the 43-yard line. The clock is running. There's eight seconds left. See if they're going to get a playoff or call a timeout. Does not look like it. So, in this quarter break, we'll take about 30-second break. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. I'm Chris. That's Caleb. The Hillsdale College football team has been a proud supporter of Coach Security MD for the last 11 years. Partnership of the American Football Coaches Association and Parent Project Muscular Distribute since 2008. Coach Secure MD has become a, as much a part of college football as Pep Band and other game day. Today's business and insight industry day. It is. That's interesting. Let's see what the adjustment here is for the Chargers as they go into the fourth quarter. They're doing well. The Timberwolves really need to step it up on offense if they're going to have a shot. They've got 15 minutes to score more. We'll see if they can do it. Down 16. Quick football math. You're down down 16. You score. Do you go for two? I think they have to here, Chris. Their offense is not getting to the end zone that often. They need to score and get eight points when they can. I'm not sure the Chargers are going to let them. No. Chargers have got a lot of good short fieldage defense, so good for them. Northwood coming out of their huddle after the quarter break, shifting to the other side of the, the field on the 42 yard, 43-yard line. First down and 10. Looking to answer. Bartledge out the shotgun. Chargers chanting for defense. Takes the snap. Hands it off to Toland. 
who is breaking it out to his right, finally finds an edge and gets about a two-yard game before he's eventually run out of bounds at the 41-yard, 39-yard line. Yeah, it's interesting seeing the reliance on Tolan in this second half. I don't know if Casual Goldsmith is a little bit banged up or if he's tired, but he was running all over the Chargers' defense, but it looks like they're looking for something new here. Maybe a little bit of running back by committee. A lot of pre-snap motion. Bartlett running out to his right. Throws it complete to Teal. Beautiful pass. Yeah, like I said, the, the passing game is opening up for the Timberwolves. They've been passing well in this drive, and it's working well for them because they took the running game out of it with casual Goldsmith not on the field. It's a different approach than what we've seen earlier in the game. It seems like they finally found an answer to the Chargers' defense. Takes a snap. Bartledge rolling. Sets his feet. Throws it a little over the head of his receiver, number eight. Brian Kinley. So they're targeting the end zone. They're being aggressive. It didn't work out there. The throw was a little bit past the receiver. But you could tell that they're feeling more confident in their passing abilities in their offense. Definitely. They're stretching the field. Well defended by Matt Soderhall, who was right on him. Incomplete pass for North Woods. Second down. Second down and 10. Chargers up 16. Brings Tolan over to his right, where he eventually runs to the left. For about a one-yard gain, if any. Going to be third down in about nine. Tolan only took it to about the 25-yard line. So it's going to be third and nine. Stadium erupting in noise. Hard to hear the play call. Bartledge hands it off. Tolan immediately wrapped up. You know, it's interesting. We haven't seen Casual Goldsmith in a while. Yeah, well, you know, wondering what's happening with him because he was the most effective offensive player for the Timberwolves. But they're moving the chains regardless. Now they're stuck at fourth down. We'll see what they can do here. Fourth and long. And they take the snap. Pocket quickly collapsing, and it looks like Chargers get a sack. Kind of a group sack there. Great answer on a third down. That was number 40, Riley Tolzma again with his third sack of the game. He's been a monster for the Chargers defense, and the Timberwolves don't have an answer for him. He's got a safety and three sacks. That was impressive. There's a reason why he's the team captain. That was a huge play for the Charger defense. If they weren't feeling good about their lead now, they sure should Definitely. after that play. Definitely. Seeing if the Chargers can take some more time off the clock with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Up 16. Ocean pre-snap. Hands it off to Herzog right up the middle. Back to Old Faithful. The Chargers make it about a three-yard gain. I got to expect that's mostly what you're going to see in this uh, quarter, Chris. I mean, you've got 13 minutes and seven seconds left in the fourth. You put Herzog out there, you let him run it up the middle, you run the clock, you be conservative. You're up 16. You don't need to score that many more points. No. no. It's one of those great dilemmas of playing to win or playing to not to lose, you know? This has got to be a great moment for the Charger faithful and the Charger football players. They haven't been in this situation a lot this year, and they got to soak it all in. They're winning a football game, and they can be conservative the rest of the time. Definitely. They look to avoid another loss. And they motion them over. Ooh, high snap. 
handing it over. Herzog, wow, a lot of space. Moves it all the way up to a 40-yard line. Herzog really put on the Jets there. That was a quick run. Got there real fast. And it looks like they're giving him the first down. He's moving the chains, bringing the clock down, soaking up a lot of the time of possession. You know, the Chargers actually uh, are towards the top of their division in time of possession. Yeah, the Chargers know how to control the ball well, and that's important. They haven't been able to put points on the board so far this season in the same way they have today, but looks like they finally found an answer. They're doing well. Berger back in the shotgun. Looks like Northwood's bringing heat. They're coming in about five down linemen. Bar- Berger just has to throw it away. Yeah, that was actually good protection from the Chargers. He had a few seconds there despite the all-out blitz from the Timberwolves defense. Berger still has to throw it away. We'll see what he can do here on second down. An incomplete pass on them. They're still at the 40-yard line, second down at 10. One minute, 54 seconds left. Or 11 minutes, 54 seconds left. Man, the Chargers wish it was only one minute. Berger back in the shotgun. Three wide receivers running it. Option. Fumble the ball. Herzog t- picks it back up for about a zero-yard gain. It looks like that was a designed pitch out to the left of Herzog, and as Berger was going to pitch the ball, he got hit by a Timberwolves defensive player, and he fumbles the ball, but Herzog picks it up. He's aware of where the ball is, and that's what you like to see from your veteran running back. Definitely. His eyes, you know, fifth-year guy, he's, he's got his eyes on the field at all times. He knows what's happening. We'll see what the Chargers do here on third and ten. This is a big play. Definitely. This is one of those risks of playing to not to lose. You know, They've been going a lot more conservative. We'll see if they can convert this third down. Berger rolling out to his right. Seeing if he seeing the field eventually runs out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage for about a two-yard loss. Berger runs into the Chargers sideline, and that's where he'll stay as the Chargers come out the punt. Not a great offensive possession for the Chargers, but they run about five or six minutes off of the clock, and that's really what you want to do at this point. Now it's time for the defense to step up again. We'll see if Lamoureux can do another beautiful punt. Hopefully the snap is, is a good snap this time. When that snap's good, he punts good. Duran's back to receive the punt. And, ooh, a beautiful, beautiful. You could hear that in the booth. The sound coming off of that ball. Uh, fair catch at the 25-yard line. Timberwolves still have 16 to go to catch up with the 26-10 score of the Chargers in the lead, Chris. We'll see what their offense has planned. They're going to have to start hurrying it up here if they want any chance of winning this game. And the Chargers' defense, they're hungry. They're going after the ball, and it's working for them. Definitely. Of 26-10, 10 minutes, 40 seconds left in the half, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Timberwolves have got to start scoring, and it's got to start scoring fast. Barlidge in the shotgun, throwing it out, immediately broken up. Number 16 with the incompletion. That was a great defensive play by the Chargers there with a stop in the middle with two players really running out the ball to work together and get it done. Second down, 25-yard line. Motions, pre-snap. Heavy clap. And that's back to Toland. I wonder if, if Goldsmith is injured. 
Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what's going on with him because the lack of use of Goldsmith by the Timberwolves offense is shocking. He's really their best player, and they're sorely missing him in the second half so far. You know, it'd be interesting. He missed all of last year with a, a lower body injury, so I wonder if he tweaked that a little bit. Third down and eight, 27-yard line. Chargers coming in, and they run off to their right. Unable to make the completion. Possible interception off of a bounce pass. Chargers intercept the ball. What happened? Marlich threw the ball. I think that was number 43 linebacker Carson Ingram with the interception. Marlich throws the ball. It bounces off the foot of one of his receivers into the hands of a Charger defensive player. That's another turnover. That's two turnovers today for the Chargers. You know, for the Chargers, that's exactly how they practiced it. You love to see the turnover. Little play by Ingram. This is exactly what you want to see with about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Hillsdale is dominating the game. They're controlling the ball, and they're making great plays. I agree, Hannah. They're doing well. That's a great turnover for the Chargers. Bartlett, Berger. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I've... Oh, Van Inkwert. Okay, off to the left. And he's on his way down to the five-yard line. That was a lot of trickery. The Chargers have done a lot of pre-snap motion incorporated with sweeps on the outside. The Chargers' offense has looked really creative today, and I don't think the Timberwolves were prepared for it. It's been a great performance. Connor Pratt coming back in as we see uh, 87 running off. First and goal from the six. Chargers looking to throw the knockout punch here. Back in the shotgun, Herzog to his left. Sam Lee out there. Herzog unable to break away. Tackled behind the line for about a two-yard loss. Biape Tukara. They're Dwayne Leggett also on the play. See what the Chargers do here on second and goal. This is a good opportunity for them to score and really put this game away in a dominating fashion. Something we haven't seen them do yet this year at all, let alone in this way. Spreading out, two wide receivers coming in and around. Van Inkwert with the ball diving forward down to the five yard line. Maybe third and five. You know, Chris, this is already the highest scoring game for the Chargers this season with 26 points, their previous high being 21 against Finley last week. This is a really impressive performance by the offense, and it's the perfect time of the season to be waking up. Hopefully they can continue this throughout the rest of their games. We'll see if they can score more here. You know, in the last uh, four and a half quarters, they scored 47 points. That's impressive for the Chargers. It's a pretty good start. Berger with snap, looking, reading, with time, hold, and he is broken down, but it looks like they'll be coming back about 10 yards. Hold on the offense. Two penalty markers down against Hillsdale. Once again, that's unlike them. They're a pretty disciplined team. They've had a few penalties like that today where you're like, come on, why did you have to do that? But you can afford it at this point in the game. It's 7.57. You just want to protect your quarterback and avoid injury. So I understand that from the offensive line. Yeah, Hillsdale with uh, two penalties. No. 
two penalties for 25 yards, add another 10 yards for that. That'll be third down and 17, I believe. We'll see what the offensive coordinator cooks up here for the Chargers. Berger looks ready to go with Herzog in the backfield as well. We'll see if they can find the connect on the passing plays. Berger looking ready. Timeout. Charge to Hillsdale. We'll break for about a 30-second timeout break. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we're back. I'm Chris Dick. Sitting next to me is Caleb Fournette as the Chargers lead 26-10 to 10 with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Chris, what do you make of this, this game so far? Well, it's third and 17, trying to get to the goal line here. This is an opportunity for the Chargers to really put the game away, but they really already have. They're winning by 16 points with seven minutes left. It's been a good game for the Chargers. Definitely. Third and 17. Not an opportune. And they, with the shotgun, passes it. Ooh, and he is tackled before he gets the ball. Flag on the play. Number 96, a little extracurricular tackle on him. Yeah, Berger for, for the big target, number 96, up the middle there for the Chargers. Close to the goal line, there's pass interference on the Timberwolf defense. That's going to be a first down for the Chargers. And they get the Chargers another knack at it. You know, it's interesting seeing them try to get Josh Lee involved, especially in this uh, red, zone def- or red zone offense. Yeah, he's a big target that if they could use more in the end zone, they will benefit from for the rest of the season. It's good to see them get him more involved. Definitely. This game is one of those games where it matters for this game, but also for the rest of the season. If they can get their offense clicking, who knows what they can do the rest of the year. And it looks like the refs, after discussing for a while, finally called that pass interference on the Timberwolves defense. So the Chargers are going to move up for a first and short at the goal line. But a first and two. First and two at the two-yard line. Chargers up 26-10, seven minutes and 30 seconds left. You know, they just put out two of their receivers to the sideline and brought in some more big bodies on the line. I would expect the Chargers to try to run it up the middle here for a score, Chris. Definitely. I think, I think we're going to be calling Herzog's name a lot. And Berger under center. Northwood coming in, signaling for a false start on off on the Hillsdale College Chargers. That's an inopportune time for the Chargers, once again, making a mistake on this drive. I know it's towards the end of the game, but you got to be a little bit more disciplined there. You're two yards away from the end zone. you got to allow your team to score there and not put yeah. them further back. Can't get too excited. Seven-yard line. First goal. Still seven minutes left. We'll see if that changes their plan where they originally were just going to run it up the middle. We'll see what they do here. Still under center, Herzog at the tailback, 87, motioning behind in the H-back position. Handed off to Herzog, who's immediately swallowed up. Fumble on the ball, they call the play dead. But Berger was hit late after 
And the Northwood immediately apologizes, rubs him on the head, and says, sorry, buddy, didn't mean to hit you. You like to see that kind of sportsmanship from the Timberwolves. They were trying to go for the fumble. The play was called dead. He was already down. Hits Berger, but he helps him get back up, and he apologizes. Definitely. 87 coming off, 26 back on. Maybe they're trying to go to Van Inkervoort here with some motion for the touchdown, bringing him back on the field. We'll see what they do. Van Inkervoort got that first touchdown. We'll see if he can get the last one. Back in the shotgun, where he's had a lot of success, Jake Berger. Once again, handing it off to Herzog, who busted out left and tackled behind his own line at about the six-yard line. Maybe well, maybe a two-yard gain. It's going to be about a third and six. We'll see how aggressive the charges are here, trying to go to the end zone on a bit of a third and long on the goal line situation. It could be a good opportunity if they don't score a touchdown for their kicker to get a little bit more practice. But what's been really interesting is, since that penalty, they've taken a minute off the game. So it's now just Northwood's playing against two people, the Chargers and the clock. Pre-snap motion. Berger takes the ball, looking to his right, throws. 86, Josh Lee. 96, Josh Lee, back with that touchdown. You know, as we said, getting him involved is crucial. To you, Hannah. What a play by the Charger offense. It's always fun to watch Josh Lee have a reception and put it into the end zone. The team is super ecstatic. Their energy has been up all game. But they're feeling it right now. Definitely. Being able to go up 32 with an opportunity to go to 33 to 10 feels pretty commanding. Ben Inkevort with the hold. Good hold. Snap. Straight through the middle. And sends the ball to the group of kids waiting out behind the uprights. Julian Lee stays electric from the extra point position. Once again, that's something that you can't just take for granted. He is a good kicker, and he's getting you that one extra point you always need. In this game, it doesn't matter as much as the Chargers are blowing out the Timberwolves, but in some games, it really matters when it's close. Yeah, you know, Julian Lee kind of had a rough start to the season, but he's really come alive in this game. So it's really a lot of hope that he'll continue on throughout the rest of the semester. Chargers defense is probably ready to rally here with about six minutes and 11 seconds left. They don't want to give any momentum to the Timberwolves. They know they've got the game put away, but they're fighting for pride now. Definitely. You see Lee ready to set the kickoff. Think we'll just see another sack from Riley Tolsma? I think that would be a safe bet, Chris. He has been electric on the defense. He's going after the ball. You can maybe see a little bit more conservative play calling, less blitzes and man coverage from the Chargers on this defensive drive, but I think he could get after it. Definitely. All right, Duran and uh, Kinley. Kinley and Duran are both in the back there. See how far Lee can kick this to give it to the Timberwolves. He sends the signal, and we're ready. Beautiful spiraling kick out to the 15-yard line. A little bit of a bobble there from Teal, who was hit on the 20 and eventually wrapped up. Once again, Chris, I think the Chargers coverage team might be the most impressive aspect of their play today. I know it's an unheralded part of the team. They're not scoring points. They're not as flashy as you might think of certain skill players, but they're making tackles, they're kicking it far, and they're putting their teams, both defense and offense, in good position to play well. Definitely. 
you can hold them to that, you know, not opportune field position at the 20-yard line. That means they have to drive 80 yards. It's helpful for them. Barlage back in the shotgun. Once again, Tolan to his to his right. Throws it to him, who is wide open for about a four-yard gain. Busted out to the 26-yard line. About a seven-yard gain. You know, it looks like number 40, Riley Tolzma, is no longer on the field. They might be putting in a couple of backups to give them some extra playing time when they have this big lead. That would be smart. Get them ready. Make sure you're not overworking your guys. And there's a deep pass. A lot of lot of pre-snap contact from number four, Matt Soderhall. They're going to call pass interference on him. Yeah, a lot of contact there. The ball was thrown way past the receiver, but I guess the refs thought he could have got there if it wasn't for Tolzma's interference. Yeah, a lot of, you know, when you have this kind of lead, you can't be making those those kinds of mistakes. And at this level, you just got to lock down and make sure that you're doing what your job is. Watching number four, Matt Soderhall, on the field, you could tell he's upset with himself after that play. That's better than he normally plays. He doesn't only make those kinds of mistakes. Mm-hmm. He won't let it happen again. Definitely. And that gives Northwood the first down on their own 42-yard line. Five minutes and 46 seconds left. Hillsdale leading 33-10. to 10. A lot of wide receivers out on the there for Northwood. They hand it off, and he's immediately met for no gain. That's the kind of defensive play you like to see from the Chargers, packing the box. Don't let them run the ball. Definitely. We're seeing a whole new set of uh, linemen come out, a complete unit change. Riley Tolzman's back in the game. Maybe they're going to try to blitz a little and go after the ball here. It'd be interesting to see if that's more of their pass defense, more of a nickel package. And Barlage takes the snap. It's a pass play. Quickly throws it. Ooh, and ooh. Andy Duran Duran is immediately mad. Sam Zemus, number seven, with a huge hit there for the Chargers. That's the kind of physicality you can expect from the defense. Sam Zemus. I think that's the first time we're calling his name tonight. Yeah, he's been a little bit quieter than usual for the Chargers defense, but that's okay because the defense has been playing well as a whole unit. But it's nice to see him make a big play there. Well, you can save a prayer for Andy Duran with that real big hit. Ooh, and Barlage is wrapped up at the 46-yard line. That was number 41, linebacker Jacob Vance with a big sack for the charge or with a big tackle on the quarterback for the Chargers defense after about a one-yard gain for the quarterback. He is not a laughing boy. Barlage back in the shotgun after that big hit. Probably feeling it. Clap snap. Fakes the handoff. Throws it back to number six, I believe. Four. That's Ethan Bunch, the wide receiver. You know, he hasn't caught the ball a bunch. There you go, Chris. It is a third down and one. Hands off the ball to, and he is unable to make it past line fourth down we'll see where they spot it but that was number 20 again Sebastian Tolan the backup running back the Timberwolves offense continues to miss the presence of number two casual Goldsmith they've really lost this talented player there they continue to feel the presence of Riley Tolzma as they hand it off to Tolan again who does get that first down that was a 
A gutsy fourth down play there, but they had to go for it whenever they're down this much. They get the first down. They continue marching towards the end zone. Let's see what the Chargers defense can do here. With three minutes and 26 seconds left, we'll see how the Chargers can hold on. Running off some people, seeing if they can continue to put their foot down. Bartledge with the snap. Immediate beautiful pass to 83. Case Coos. Zemus once again with the tackle. It's really coming alive in the fourth quarter here. Barlage moving quickly. Throws it. Incomplete. Could not get it to number 18, Brandon Teal. That was tight coverage there by cornerback number four, Matt Soderdale. He continues to play well in coverage for the defense. Playing a lot of lockdown. You know, making sure that they can't really start this comeback. Number 29, Ryan Nixa subs in for him after that big play by Matt Soderdale. Barlage, two minutes and 40 seconds left, hands it off to Toland again. Or is that that's oh, casual, casual Goldsmith's back? It's number two casual Goldsmith. He got a wonder if he just had a little bit of an injury he was dealing with on the outside. Maybe he wasn't feeling well, but he's back in the game to close out well for the Timberwolves here. He's an important piece of their offense. And is a third down and six. Stadium, rising in noise. Barlich with the snap, sets his feet, throws it wide open, is. Case Coos. Case Coos has been really the main star for Northwood this this drive. That was an impressive play. And it looks like maybe they're leaving their offense on the field to go for two here. Try to close the large gap that the Chargers have over them. 33 to 16 right now. Northwood looking to make it 33 to 18. Empty set, three wide receivers to his right. Barlage in the shotgun, sends out casual Goldsmith, takes it to him, and immediately they get it back to Duran Duran. Andy Duran with a great catch there for the two-point conversion. That's got to be defeating for the Chargers defense, but they still have the lead. I would expect nothing less. Now they're up. That's not exactly what you want to see. With two minutes and 90 seconds left in the fourth quarter, it's going to be hard for them to get another couple touchdowns. So hopefully that the defense can keep up what they're doing, rub off what just happened, and keep the momentum up. You know, I got to think, I agree with Hannah. You got to expect that with two with two time or three timeouts left, two minutes and 19 seconds on the clock, hopefully the Chargers can just run out the clock here and the Timberwolves don't even get the ball back for the rest of the game. Yeah, kind of an anaconda defense. Profits really. You got to assume they're going for the onside kick here to hopefully get the ball. But the Chargers have their hands players out there ready to get that. This is probably the play that will decide the game. Bunch of Northwood players bunched up on the right. And they're spread out on the left. But remember, you can't touch the ball. It has to go 10 yards, which is where the Chargers are lined up. Sends a signal. Ooh, there we go. And Chargers got the ball, number 34, wow. running it back. Immediate great field position at the Northwood 22. Recovered by Hillsdale. And that's exactly what you want to see from kickoff return. I mean, they're on their own, what, 
40-yard line. They're going to get another score. It's going to be super exciting. Run out the clock. Hillsdale's up. Yeah, I expect the Chargers not to even really target the end zone too quickly here. My guess is they give it to Herzog. They let them run the clock out. Two minutes and 16 seconds left. You do not want the Timberwolves to have the ball anymore. But the score would be nice. Timberwolves with three timeouts remaining. Hillsdale hands it off to number 30. Kyle Riffle. Gets about a four-yard gain, two-yard gain. You've got backup quarterback Gordy LaFontaine out there for the Chargers. They're starting to put in some extra players just to give them some playing time, build up their confidence. They're the future of this program. Definitely. It'd be interesting to see if we see John Ben Optional in there. I know I was talking to him before the game, and he's been excited to start playing. So it'll be cool to see some of these guys that don't get to play as much start to start to get some tape. And he's out there. Jordy Gordy LaFontaine. Ooh. A little hurdle there. Yeah, they're just going to continue running the ball just like they did there with the QB, Chris. They're trying to run the clock, and it doesn't look like the Timberwolves are doing too much in way of calling timeouts to stop the clock. They know they've lost this game. Definitely. You know, I thought we were down at Hayden Park seeing that track move. It looks like they're ready for the snap. Bring in a couple different offensive linemen. We're getting close to a minute left in this game, Chris. The Charger victory is near. And hand over to the fat lady sinks. Chargers down 57 seconds left, milking every single second of clock. An opinion article said you shouldn't drink milk. Hand off the ball to number 25. He is quickly wrapped up. It's going to be a fourth down play. Northwood not calling. Northwood not calling a timeout. Interesting. No. They did. The clock has stopped at 42 seconds. Yeah, it looks like Northwood's called a timeout to stop the clock here and see how they're going to close out this game. But with 42 seconds left and a big lead for the Chargers, 33-18, you know they're almost there. Yeah, it gives Julian Lee probably another uh, stat to really work on the kicking and get ready for Tiffin next week. Yeah, I've been really impressed with the Chargers today, Chris. The offense firing on all cylinders with their highest scoring performance of the season with 33 points. Their defense limiting a solid offense led by GMAC Offensive Player of the Week last year in Barlage. And you see the special teams as well, like I've talked about a lot, playing very well. All around a solid performance from the Chargers. Hopefully they can finish strong here in the last 45 seconds. Yeah, last week Northwood scored 68. This week, not 68. Looking like they're leaving the offense on the field. A little bit of a surprising play from the Chargers, but I guess they want to give the experience to their backup players. Yeah. It's an interesting sportsmanship call. And he takes the snap. Gordy, LaFontaine, heaves it deep. Touchdown! (laughs) That was freshman Shea Ruddy, number 21 fourth quarter. I mean, the Timberwolves are going to get the ball back, but that's a solid play for the Chargers. Yeah, that was freshman number 21, Shea Ruddy, with just the cherry on top of a beautiful performance from the Chargers offense. If they can get the extra point here, they're going to be at 40 points, Chris. That's a big showing. Definitely. 40-burger, as they say. Yeah, we'll see what Julian Lee, number 90, the kicker, can do here. Oh, scratch that. They're bringing out the backup kicker. 
Is it Ethan? No, it's 40. Uh, looks like maybe a timeout's been called. A little bit of confusion there for the kicking team for Hillsdale. A little substitution issue. Quite an interesting play call going it for on fourth down. With 40 seconds left. You know, the Chargers have lost the first four games of the season. They're enjoying the moment, Chris. They haven't been in this position so far this season. The players are excited to be ahead. There's a lot of energy on the sideline, and they're scoring points. That's a good thing for the Chargers. We want them to continue doing that, give some of their other players experience, their backups, so they, they can do that again next week whenever they play their next opponent. Definitely. All right, 46, the kicker. Out to attempt the extra point, giving Julian Lee a rest. And he sends it through the uprights, getting them a 40 lasagna. There we go. That's 40 points for the Chargers to the 18 for the Timberwolves. What an incredible performance by the offense and our kicking team. We'll see how the Chargers uh, end strong here with their defense. With about 40 seconds left on the clock for the Timberwolves to cook something up. You absolutely love to see it. You see the Chargers all in their huddle, ready to send it off. Hold on for about 40 seconds. Coach Otterbein is proud of him. He's telling him, like, hey, good job today, boys. They did a great job, and they deserve to hear it. Most definitely. You know, this, this series between them and Northwood has really been dominating. Hillsdale looks to get the 10th win in a row. At this yeah. point, is it a rivalry? I don't know. I mean, the Chargers have been dominating since 2009. They lead the series overall, too, which goes back to 1963, as we said at the beginning of the game. And this is just yet another W in the column for the Chargers' offense and defense. Once again, Lee on the sidelines, sending in their backup kicker. Who sends a deep kick down to the nine-yard line where number eight, Brendan K Brian Kinley, brings it up to the 30-yard line. Maybe his best return of the game. I'd like to see that for him. A good play for Kinley, number eight. And we'll see what the Timberwolves try to do here with 35 seconds left. Are they going to try to score, kneel the game, and walk away and prepare for next week? We'll see. Yeah. At this point, it's all about putting on good tape so you can go, all right, well, I did that well. Making sure your meetings aren't too terrible. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to take a rest day on Sunday tomorrow and be back in the film room on Monday, seeing what they can improve on because it's been a tough game for the Timberwolves. But even the Chargers have a lot to improve on. This is not the top ceiling for this team. They have a lot that they can be better at. No, definitely. I mean, thinking of, and they hand it off, Barlage throws it out of bounds, 42-yard line. Number four, Ethan Bunch with the reception there. Going to make it about a second and three. Yeah, it's crazy thinking of, like, the incomplete passes that Hillsdale's had. Still leading 40 to 18. Barlage, back in the shotgun. Sends out casual Goldsmith. Throws it to, ooh, the ground. But intended for number 15. Which I think they're just, again, bringing in some of their, their backup guys. We've got 27 seconds left here. Third down. We're getting close down. to the end of this game, Chris. It it's good to see that Northwood hasn't kind of given up on the game, but they're still uh, trying. Their spirit's still in, and that's good. You love to see a team that cares about winning and cares about their honor. Yeah. And what could be the final play, throw 
first down, casual Goldsmith. 19 seconds. They're going to hurry it up here. The clock is at 18 seconds. Still trying to make something happen before the end of the game. And they stop the clock, and it's starting up again. 15 seconds. They snap the ball with 10 seconds left. Barlich looking to throw it deep, running out of his time. Ooh, and it throws it away with five seconds left to go. We'll see what they have ready for the last play of the game here. Try to end on something good for the Timberwolves offense after a tough day. Is there a 22-point play? If there is, I don't know about it, Chris. Well, maybe maybe Northwood's looking at it right now because they got one play for the rest of their lives. Snaps the ball, takes a low snap. Barlich throws it, 15. He's down at the 40-yard line. Tackled, pulled out of bounds. Zero seconds left. Hillsdale has won. That's the end of the game. 40 to 18, the final score. That's great. Hannah, you want to tell us on the field just kind of the energy and how this team's feeling after a big win? This sideline has been going crazy in the past 40 seconds of the fourth quarter. They're so excited. This is their first win of the season. They got to have it at home against a rivalry team. They're on the top of the world right now. I mean, they had a 22-point lead. What a game for the Chargers. That was a huge game. Chris, what were some of the takeaways that the Chargers could bring into next week whenever they play their next opponent? Yeah, it was really interesting to see them bring in a new quarterback who just answered the call. We don't know if he was starting the whole uh, practice, but they really looked efficient on offense, and their defense were flying around the field. Incredible pressure on on their quarterback. And they're looking forward to Tiffin next week. They'll be playing them um, at Tiffin. So it'll be a tough game for them. And Northwood then is looking to play against Finley next week on October 7th at noon Eastern time. That'll be a big bounce-back game for Northwood, but the Chargers walk away with a big performance from Berger, a solid performance from their defense with more turnovers than they usually have, and a big performance from their kicking team and special teams. This is an all-around big win. I'm sure Coach Otterbein is happy going into next week against Tiffin. Hopefully the Chargers can pull off another win, Chris. Definitely. Well, thank you for listening. This was Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Chris, that's Caleb, and Hannah Connolly on the sideline. Thank you. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.